Just one more whiskey, I'll stop weaving. Just one more line, and I'll be a new, new man. Just one more hit, and I'll tell you my master plan. Can you show me the way to cocaine Chardonnay? Can you show me the way to cocaine Chardonnay? After the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. Hey, keep you a pirate, man. That would explain everything. Until sweat drops down my balls. Oh, these bitches crawl. Oh, ski, ski, motherfucker. Unconscious chanting. You're chanting. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Look out ahead. There's a truck changing lanes. You got some yellow crumbs on your upper lip. And those warts on your dick aren't gonna go away. Unless you start using topical cream every day. Are you a Hawaii scumbag? Do you chug energy drinks in Arizona? Suzuki Samurai. Ninja name, Garbage Cat. And poor chlorophyll is caught in the middle of this. Chlorophyll? More like borophyll. Right? Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking Drinking. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of, lot of drinking. Uh... Are you still drinking? No, 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 no. I, I don't. That's that's behind me now. I just. Why are you buying? I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way to dribble up and down the court, just like I. I hope we rescued a starfish king on this adventure. It'll be a slam dunk. Would you call what we did last night sex? It's a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> hey, I'm standing here with Katie Morgan. Um, you guys probably can't hear shit. I'm sorry. But, I, but I'm going to get her to say hi real quick. Hello, I'm Eason again. <laughs> Hi, this is Jasmine St. Clair, and you're listening to the number one uncensored internet radio show, Beer, Boobs, and Craziness. This is Angie Everhart, and you're listening to two people who drink more beer than I drank blood in Bordello of Blood, the number one uncensored show about beer, boobs, and political incorrectness. 
Hello, this is Eric Stolhansky from the movie Beer Fest, and you are listening to the only two people that could drink more than we did in that movie, the king of all drunks, Chris Finley, and the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Yo! Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Facebook Live proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world! Woo! The queen of crap beer, Cassie Finley. The man who drinks so much he pees barley and poops hops, Chris Finley. We are drinking dirty and jazzy! Sorry for no intro music. <sighs> Cheers, everybody, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live here on Facebook. I guarantee you it's that thing we fucking turned off. I bet you anything. That it's that mic that we turned yeah. off? Yeah. yeah. It's a typical technical problems. I knew we were going to run into something tonight. I can't even hear out of this year. You can't? No. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't do technical should I, shit. Should I test it really quick? See if that's what it is? Yeah, we can test it really quick while we're on. All right, talk. <laughs> All right, folks, we have an excellent show lined up for you tonight. We have um, uh, porn star Mandy Meadows that's going to be on the show tonight. We also have um, comedian actor Dante Nero that's going to be on the show. Also, um, porn star Kinsey Taylor also on the show, award-winning porn <gasps> star. That's what it is. But why is this like... That cord, we're going to have to turn that off for right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to have to turn it off. Bad sounding cord. Ugh. I don't know why the cord is like that, but whatever. We're going to have to fix that <laughs> eventually. We plug that into a different line because obviously it's the cord. Yeah, it's the cord. So we need a new cord there. Um, do you ever like it? You know that, remember Back to the Future when Georgia, when Georgia Fly punched out Biff? Yeah. And he uses left hand, like he uses right hand to punch him out. Do you ever like think about me punching somebody out with your left hand and that's what it would be like? Because it was such an awkward punch. Do you remember that in the movie? Like he grasped it like this, and then he'd like he'd go around and he punched him. In the yeah, face. that's what I feel like you punch your left hand. It's a random thought I had, right? <laughs> you punch with your left hand. It's almost like the most awkward punch. I can punch he... with my left hand. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, like the way he punched was so awkward, right? It was so clumsy and awkward. I well, because it's George McFly. <laughs> I guess you know, it was good acting. Now that I look back on it, but just a no, I just think punch. George McFly and Chris Glover are the same person. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway. So I, yeah, I'm wondering what it is. Maybe it's not, like, connected right or something. I don't fucking know. I'll have to test it later. Just whatever. <gasps> like, Excuse me. It goes along with today. We've had a terrible day. I've had a terrible day. But we'll hopefully have a good night going, moving forward. I still can't hear it in my left ear. What's that about? I don't know. Move the cord on your uh, shit. Cord on my shit. On your, the other cord. The other cord. This one. I don't no. Know. No. Still nothing. Okay. I got nothing. Smalls. Sorry. It's okay. I feel really bad about the music. Oh, it just went on. That was weird. Oh, okay. Everything just like came on. I feel bad about the music in the beginning. Yeah. I wonder why that chord's doing that though. You have you have to cut that out for the. Uh, I know. I'll cut it out for the for the live for the live. For the live feed. Live. Not live feed. But for the... <laughs> when we send the show. Yes. Yes. Um, all right, folks. Yeah. Uh, let's get on with the show anyway. Are uh, you ready, Cassie? Is yeah. Well, I got I got to do it myself. Okay. Utah! Utah! Give me two. Two beers, that is. And of course we're drinking. I sound I'm better drinking, than he does. Yes, Shark Week passed this past week, but in honor of Shark Week, I am drinking a Narragansett, which is the beer that was actually drank on the boat in Jaws. Woo! Yes, my friends. I am yes. very excited about drinking this tonight. Uh, I will be drinking a 40, by Quint. the way. Quint drank it. Yeah, Quint drank it uh, while we're doing the show. But Cassie, what are you drinking? Mm. Mm. While you're drinking that, you can't push mm. buttons. Mm -hmm. I understand. I'm drinking pink shit. Pink shit. There you go. Well, the only reason I picked it was because it's pink. Oh, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover Rosé. <laughs> Cider, motherfucker. Yes, punch him with your left hand. 
motherfucker. Yeah! Punch out Biff. <laughs> Get your damn hands off her. Punch out Biff. <laughs> Did you hear that impression? Did you think that, that, uh, that was, was right was next here. to you? It's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> he has great dance, great dance moves if you've ever seen Friday the 13th Part 3. Yes, he does, but he actually hooked up with the, one of the twins. Was it three or four? Four. four. The final chapter. Four. four yeah, he hooks up with one of those twins. One of the twins where the the biker guy, or the greaser guy. Was he on our show or the no. other guy was? No, the guy from part five was. That's part, po that's yes. part five. But the guy from the greaser guy from part four strikes out. Totally strikes yeah. out. Yeah. Why are there, were there like an influx of greasers in the 80s? Like, what is that? I don't know. Like, they kind of came back with the whole greaser, like, uh, you know, grease thing. Kind of came back in the 80s a little bit. Yeah, I guess, but it's weird because it's like, there was like greasers in Friday the 13th, two of them. Yeah. Your headphones still fucked up? Yeah, no, it just went out again. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't give a shit. Brian! <laughs> oh, we're out again! Maybe you're gonna say Brian. Brian, knock it off. <laughs> Fix our fucking cord, you ass. Ghosts fucking with our shit on Friday. What the Always. fuck, man? Always. Anyway, folks, every show we have a drinking word or term, and every time the drinking word or term is said, you can play along as well. Every time that word or term is said, you drink. <laughs> I fucked that up. Totally. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have a drinking word or term in the night. And, and, wait. Oh, my God. You I, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and, and every time the drinking word or term is said, said you, you drink. drink. Tonight's drinking word is the Kentucky Klondike Bar. Gross. Yes. Now, Cassie, what's the definition of the really? Kentucky Klondike Bar? Really? I have to fucking read this. this. Look. It's right up your alley. Yeah. The Kentucky Klondike Bar, the act of freezing a bowel movement and sexually penetrating another with the frozen bowel movement. Sex, gross, funny, fucked up. Kentucky Klondike Bar, blah, 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 poop. The act of... Why is this like I'm on here a million times? <laughs> is so the same confused. thing as over and over again? I wanted to give my part... Yeah, I wanted to give my partner a Kentucky Klondike Bar, but my shit took too long to freeze, so we watched the newest episode of Two and a Half Men instead. Because mixology was concealed. What? Canceled. Oh, canceled. <laughs> concealed. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> oh my god. Hashtag sex. Hashtag Alabama hot pocket. I don't want to know what that is. Hashtag hot lunch. Hashtag dirty Sanchez. Cassie can't Hashtag fetish. Hashtag poop. Hashtag bumpkin. <laughs> Hashtag Rusty Trombone, hashtag Kentucky, hashtag Klondike. So every time you hear the term the Kentucky Klondike Bar, you drink! Oh! Woo! Good scream, everybody. Yes, motherfuckers. All right, folks, we're going to uh, get our first guest here on the line. Before we do, we have a little period video of Mandy Meadows. Now, apparently, she's also a talented singer because she goes to hotel rooms and just uh, sings. I thought that was her apartment. No, it's hotels. Oh, that's a hotel? Yeah, we'll clarify that in the interview, but let's uh, check out Mandy Meadows' preview video. She's right there underneath Blubber Lang. Ah, I know, I see. <laughs> okay. You can tell she has a hotel, um, the air conditioner behind her, right? Yeah. It's totally hotel. Now, for those of you, this is a Mandy Meadows, like, she's singing. Uh, she's I thought in that a, was her uh, apartment, for reals. A green tube top, like, neon green tube top with a... Uh, Tank top. Tank top. Oh, did I? What did I say? Tube top? <laughs> wow. Age myself. Oh, we have uh, some karate pants on. I like those. Nice. Those the karate pants, right? It's around kicks. Yeah, sweatpants, karate pants, whatever. Karate pants, whatever. Action pants. Action pants. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, you know, she has a very good uh, singing voice. I'm very surprised. Yeah, she's fucking talented. No, very. I'm, I'm jealous. I can't sing for the life of me, so. Uh, ugh. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get Minnie Meadows on the phone here. I like turtles. All right. <laughs> Remember the turtle, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, uh, those pies? They had? Yes, I love those things. They're so good. 
They were like <clears throat> green, but they were like pudding. Yes. Oh my god, so good, so good, so good. I miss those pies. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I gonna put this? Chinkarella's in the way. Oh, well, we can move Chinkarella. God damn it. It didn't go right. Oh. Movers. Thank you. Hello. Yes, hello, Mandy. Yes. Hey. Yeah, I don't know. I always got to do the check just in case. He has to make yeah. sure. I don't know if, like, Cassie's pranking me. I'm, like, actually calling my mom or something like that. So I just got to check and make sure that uh, who I'm talking to is actually who I'm talking to. So, um, but. Awesome, but I'm so glad it's you, Mandy, and I'm very psyched to have you here on the show. Uh, we all are now. Um, so, like, uh, obviously, like, I'm looking at your Twitter, like, a lot over the past, like, week or two, and I, you do a lot of videos where you're singing, and, like, actually, you know, I'm not even saying this just because you're on the show, your singing voice is actually very good. Um, now, oh, yeah, no problem. You I mean, take them off for paying for really expensive voice lessons. I was going to ask you, like, <laughs> like uh, you must have some, like, background training, training in singing yeah. or something uh, to be as yeah, talented as I you are. Yeah, I grew up in theater. I was, like, in a musical by the time I was three. I started singing the Beatles when I was very, very, very young, and then my parents put me and my brothers in musicals, like, all the time. Just, like, that was our... I guess after school activity. Oh, so, okay. You're, always that way. So your parents kind of like. Gotcha. So your parents kind of like directed you into that. Like they made you do that, or. Yeah, you... my mom plays the flute, and my dad used to sing, but my dad then became a pussy and gave up on singing and stopped singing. Oh, and then okay. Once you do that, it's like any instrument, you, you can't. Well, the second you stop, the the more it's going to be difficult to get good at it again. Right. It's like, it's a muscle like anything else. Like once you, you stop uh -huh. having sex, your dick doesn't work. Oh, yeah. Cock doesn't I can open my throat so wide and open. There you go. That adds into it. Yes, exactly. Now, do you just currently perf like sing in hotel rooms or do you like perform outside of hotel rooms or you just <laughs> stick to that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I basically live out of hotel rooms a lot, but, uh, <laughs> I'll try to, like, grab a performance here and there. I need to start my YouTube channel and start getting into that again. Because uh, I, I definitely want to get back into being in theater and, um, well, also, you know, sucking dick on the side. Right. <laughs> like absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you can't give that up. <laughs> side dick. <laughs> side dick. <laughs> dick on Saturday and the rest of the week, I want to sit. <laughs> right, you do sound of music, or you swing around on the mountains, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. The hills are alive. Now, the, sound the, the sound of wieners. Exactly. Um, now, uh, like <laughs> that, that actually might. So your family was kind of like the sound of music, where they all sang. Did you like guys like, trap, like have trap dinner trap. at night and like eat mashed potatoes and like sing about Nazis and stuff? <laughs> 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 nice. Uh, no, because our family didn't like each other enough to ever make that happen. Like we all like wanted to kill each other for the most part. But, gotcha. But, you know, gotcha. We still chill. <laughs> We're all good friends. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So kind of like our family. So it's it's no problem. Um. So uh, right. <laughs> So Mandy, one question I did have for you that I'm very interested in learning is, um, so where were you, where were you originally from? Where'd you grow up? 
I grew up in Chi-Town. Nice. The Big Apple. No, that's not it, right? No. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> wrong part of the <laughs> country. What about you guys? You guys from, uh, from New Jersey? Born and bred in New Jersey. Yes, I uh, wasn't born here, right. but I'm from here. She was born in Houston, in Houston, uh, and then yep. she moved to New Jersey uh, in her childhood. But we were basically just born and bred in Jersey, just essentially. So, uh, grew up our whole lives. But um, we do love Chicago, though. We love Chicago a lot. We've been there a bunch of times for drinking. Um, were you? Did you grow up in the good part of Chicago or Thunderdome? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I grew up in the northwest suburbs. My grandma lived in like more of a. This is their like a new about to be gentrified area in the south side. Got it. Um, so I spent a lot of time there, and then I went to college in the city. So I was always just kind of like hopping from neighborhood to neighborhood and living in different neighborhoods. Um, I still have an apartment that's in uh, West Town in Chicago, which is like basically directly west of where the Sears Tower or whatever the lowest tower is. Okay. In the Megan's Mile, like two miles west of that. Um, okay. But, you know, like uh, I also used to work in hip hop, and or I still do. Or anytime I get a chance to work for hip hop artists, I do. And whenever that happened when I first started, I was like, it's just like getting to like Englewood and, you know, like, be like, people right. like laying gums down on the counter. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just white. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's kind of my reaction when I, I watch, uh, when I watch House Party. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I totally, uh, get what you're saying. Um, definitely. So like, um, so, but, but that kind of got you ready for later in life. Now, um, were you always a very sexual person growing up in your life? Well, I would say like, not really. I, I mean, when I was 19 is when I really started to get sexual, but that's okay. because I, I very professionally asked, I worked um, at a, a cruise ship, or not cruise, it's like dinner cruise thing in Chicago at Navy Pier. Okay. Um, one of like the boats on that, and the guy that was uh, like the boss of my bosses, he just had that look where I was like, I think there's something about you, right? I think you would know how to properly perform sexually. So I politely <laughs> asked him if he would ever. And he was twice my age at the time, 19, he's 38 years old. Right. <laughs> I just, I very politely asked him the same ass, like, I, uh, I literally went out of my way, went, like, to the office building. It's like, hot. Off yes. the boat. He also was a captain a lot off of the, um, they did, like, a lot of the financial stuff. <laughs> and, uh, I just politely asked him one day, and then he teased me for, like, a month, and then I got a surprise one day, he's like, Hey, Mandy, you're coming over at this time. And then two of his best friends from New Jersey. There you go. Of course. Were there too. And then I got, I got banged by three sexy older guys. And then I, after sexy. that, it was like, I want to fuck the world. 
So that kind of like, like like broke you out of the whole thing. Like yes. Yeah, I got high <laughs> off of that for sure. But, oh, I bet. Um, wow, that sounds know, really dirty. I, I would say I've, I've always been very open-minded and pretty theatrical. Is the best way I can describe it. Got it, got it. Um, so like that, that kind of changed your life is having the threesome with the older gentleman. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, good. And, right. Especially when you go to work and the next day, like my boss, like you see your boss, you like do that little like I don't know what happened yesterday. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I always have that. Nice. I, nice. I definitely, as a nineteen-year-old piece of shit, I was, <laughs> took advantage of that, and you know was always late. And, not getting to work on time ever anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'll still get paid because I have this thing on him now. So like, he's not gonna ever fire me. <laughs> exactly. There but you yeah, go. I so think, you had the advantage. I think that yes. When there's something about the way that he literally spent like a month like dissecting like what I wanted, what I wanted to try because of the way that I asked him. Right. I'm very um, analytical. Of, I think that's what it all stems from. Is he just recognized that and, and wanted it to be helpful versus like all these stupid. There's a lot of my friends too at the time. I was retarded, honestly. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to go make a mistake and I'm going to bitch about it. We're going to go to Sunday Fun Day the next day and I'm going oh to bitch about it. <laughs> and I accidentally had a terrible baby. But exactly. That's <laughs> that like, so you, so a disaster. Right. <laughs> So you weren't like a woo girl. You were just, you're very analytical, very concentrated on the uh, on on where you're going. I want yes, I wanted to dissect the the process. But my family, my mom and my dad, like both were and my brother is in mm-hmm. healthcare. So um, when it comes down to medicine, I'm very analytical. Like it comes down to anatomy and science. You're very, very similar to my wife who's sitting next to me. <laughs> She's very analytical I'm as not. well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Like, I love using the word fornication. <laughs> I think it's like that word, or like the second one. I like the like that. I've had sex with someone before. It's like, you know, people like get so turned off by it. And I'm like, Oh, your frenulum is so interesting. <laughs> People are like, what's my frenulum? It's like, wow, you have a frenulum, you don't even know it. Cool. That's okay. Now, you were you were a bartender as well, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, like, yeah, my brother, he does, um, I have a brother, file, he's adopted, as uh, I mean, I hate. I feel like that sounds like he's an alien or something. But no, <laughs> I've known him since my entire life. He's always around. Uh, he runs Alarmist Brewery in uh, in Chicago, Chicago, right? Chicago. Yes. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like the north side. He is one of the <laughs> only people that I've all sit down with and talk about beer with forever. Uh, but I've always been in bartending. And also, I worked for what got me really into it, and this is like, you know, serving shitty beer, and basically just pouring beer, pouring beer, pouring beer. I was working for the club. Yes. Um, at the rooftop. So oh, cool. Basically, like, private event spaces. And I was, I did that for five years. 
Oh, okay. All so right. I have always been into bar life. Like, whether it's a... And so is my brother, Justin. He's in love with bars. And we, whenever we're traveling together, like, especially, the main focus is finding a good bar. Like, whether it's a bar that you can have books to or smoke books to or versus... Of course. Clubs. If it's like a, you know, a club type of vibe, but I'm way more of like, if someone were to, I'm not like a person, I'm more <laughs> right. of like, right. I'll go to a disco park, but I'm not into the, the top 40 parties, but like, I'll still go and laugh, especially if I have mushrooms or something, I'll say, oh, okay, whatever, I'll just, you know, I can kind of get along with whatever situation, but yeah, with Bars like I don't, I don't want to call myself snobby about it, but no, no, no that's snobby. But you just right, you just like a good, nice bar with like you know good alcohol beverages. You're not like cheaping yourself down. We just go to the bar where you have the sex oh, on the beach. Yeah, it's all watered right. down and shit like that. So like a you know a place that's gonna make a good drink. I understand that absolutely. We do the same thing. Yeah, we're old, <laughs> we're so old, we so we go so to like we don't we don't, don't do mess mm, with mm, those mm, exactly either. exactly. I'm way past <laughs> I'm way past my fist pumping days. Right. So like way way past yeah. them. <laughs> now um yeah. now Mandy um exactly now what what actually got you into the adult business? How did you uh, you know make the big step to get into the business? I would say just going the theater world and I did stuff like mainstream modeling stuff. Uh-huh. So I do a modeling it's modeling like bras and stuff like that on for Groupon. I did a bunch of that and then Groupon. at one point I got kind of bed ridden uh for getting I had my gallbladder removed which got me a lot I had that last year. I had that done last year. So I know that's terrible. That's terrible. I hate yeah, that. It's yeah. Just, it's, a pain in the ass, like, because you know, I feel like it has a an initiative to want to do shit, but at a certain point, I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do out of my bed that is gonna make me some fucking money? So I started camming a little bit, right? And then I started researching into like, cause I don't, I've never been a porn washer, like, I think it's cute. <laughs> like, but to me, it's like, woo, 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 people acting with their homes. Yay! Vagina! Yay! <laughs> I'm such a cunt to all those people in porn. It's just like, wow, your penis looks great there. Like, I don't know, I don't know how else the compliment is. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's kind I'm of... I'm making fun of these actions that people make. But, um, uh, yeah, I just... Like realize, you know, like I'm, I'm, I waited till right now I'm 27, so it's like, you know, I'm old enough where I know how to get. I'm not gonna waste my time, and I'm not right. gonna work in something that requires me to cause like an uproar and something that's very, a very, very vulnerable activity. But yes, from a theater background, where or like. If I didn't, I, you know, I used to be always auditioning for choirs and stuff. Like, oh, you didn't hit that, that A right, so you're not, you suck, and you're not ever going to be in the choir. Like, <laughs> it's the same shit to me. And honestly, that's way more personal to me than this. It's like, oh, you, you got shitty titties. Like, <laughs> one time, I was like, like someone saw my, my agent, when I had an agent, 
uh, agency photos, and literally, mm-hmm. like, that's the text I got. It was like, you have shitty titties. I'm like, that would be an awesome song. That's that would be an awesome song. It rhymes very well. I actually like that title very yeah, much. Really, shitty titties. Kind of the same thing. Just being an actor, like, I would, uh, and I, I hope to God I know that the whole, like, 18 vibe, like, it sells well, and a lot of 18-year-old girls will join the shit. <clears throat> Yeah, and it seems. That it's seems to like me. I'm always just like kind of hanging around for crisis control. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I, I've worked a lot as a liaison, um, so I just like hang out on set with the young girl that so that she doesn't go. Oh my god, hashtag me too. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, so you experience you know, that. You know what like, I mean? Just, Listen, bitch, yeah. I grew up in the sound of fucking music. I know what I'm fucking talking about. Just sing about yeah. fucking Nazis, motherfucker. <laughs> Get out of my fucking way. Yeah. Exactly. Singing about Nazis. <clears throat> now, you do. So, yeah, yes. This is why I joined, just because it's like, hey, I don't know. <laughs> same shit. Yeah, same shit, but it, actually, 27 is a good age. I remember when I was 27, like, I kind of had my. I still don't have my shit together, but I mean, I had my shit kind of together at 27, so I kind of. I was remember you coming from 18 years old. Really? Dude, yeah, I, 18 years old, I had no idea what I was fucking doing. So, so uh, that's actually the right age if you're going to get into the old business to do it. Um, I'm preaching from the fucking uh, soapbox over Dude, here. Dude, I was anyway. married at 27. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, uh, Mandy, <laughs> you do a lot of scenes with uh, with Jersey's own facial abuse, which uh, if you're if people that are listening or watching are not familiar, uh, they they do some very extreme stuff like peeing on faces and like you know throw dumping up. cum and throw up and stuff like that. I wish. Yes, I know. We've talked to him. Yes, but um, do you enjoy those things sexually in your personal life, or is that strictly just for the adult uh, industry or the scenes? Um, that's a good question. I like this country, but I don't think I would like throw up apples for like pleasure. (laughs) 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 But I don't know if you're gonna kick my ass now to shake the secret. (laughs) <laughs> is it is it like performance art to you because like coming from theater and everything yeah i've well i literally was uh texting with him yesterday about like because i grew up in a lot of acting classes and stuff but it's basically like method acting it's very very intense it takes a lot of hours to do you know last year we did which i think we all were just <laughs> we all heard it it, it the scene didn't start until like 10 p.m. It, it was just oh, like our show. Yes. And tired. Yes. And also in such an uh, like intense, uh, with something so intense, it, it, it can take a lot of time. Someone can <clears> keep their heart on, on, especially when it's like that many hours. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. We, yes. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Duke and I are very, very good friends, so. Like I like he's the only person in porn I talk to on the phone every day, basically, or <laughs> at least text us every day. I love him fucking pieces. He literally, I it, it's been so refreshing to have someone that feels like they're here for me and being mm-hmm. my best friend, like in this industry. Because right. there's a lot of people I enjoy the company of, but like you know, I don't want to be. I don't want to sound like I'm talking shit on anyone else. It's just that I, no, I gotcha. I've never trusted someone so much. So <clears> it's <throat> not difficult, as difficult to do something so crazy. But 
at the end of the day, I enjoy the element of how intense it turns out because mm-hmm. while it's happening, it's like method acting. Like, uh, you know, Christian Bale, like, freaked the fuck out on set before. And right. And he's, yeah, yeah, he's, like, starred himself in that like fucking that. movie, like, kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I got you. Right. I totally got you. Cassie got you too. It's like the best set you'll ever be on. I've we've heard that from other people too. (laughs) And it's funny because people get so offended over it. They're like, oh my god. People get so offended. It's like, dude, it's basically like it's it's not fake, but it's like fake. Like they're she's not getting punched in the like it's not getting abused. Like (laughs) like you know, it's like I mean, but, you're you're throwing up, but you're not yeah, like. Yeah, but with today's but, cream puff society, where loud right. noises are offensive, right? It's like that is like the most. Oh my god, I can't believe she's vomiting on his shoes. Oh no! Oh, oh my god! I can't believe they dumped puke on her. Oh my god! Who cares? I don't know if you guys saw what I just posted, or I just like puke all over Duke. <laughs> like Duke takes the puke, and then puts it on me. <laughs> It's funny okay. though, because he's like he's right around the corner from us too. He's like twenty minutes from us. Yeah. That's... Oh my god. Yeah. I feel like a live radio show during fucking shoot. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would disturb the world. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of uh, of uh, facial beats and everything, now you just did a, a. Now I don't know if it was just done, and forgive me if it wasn't just done, but you just did a movie called Radical Jislam. Uh, is that correct? <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. Now Jislam. <laughs> Yes, uh, awesome. I've seen some of the scenes. Now, there are extreme scenes with, uh, and you wear like a, a hijab. Is that what it's called? A hijab? What the fuck is that called? The, the... Hijab. 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 Yes. Uh, that was your last scene. Okay. Um, now, did you get any blowback from that? Like doing that, doing the uh, the radical jizlam thing, you know, because they're retards over there? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I do, but I would say 80% of the audience that we attract. And for me personally, because my fan base is still relatively small. Right. Um, like, people know who I am because of who I know. And, and like, especially through dudes, like, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you're clearly easy to work with because you got through all this shit. Definitely <laughs> 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 handle, like, a cute little blowjob scene. Um, I would say I get this hilarious, like, broken English stuff where it's like, you are, you are sorry in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you, fuck yeah. <laughs> we love you, Pakistan. <laughs> we get a lot of those too, though. So we, yeah, like those broken yeah, English yeah, messages yeah. on Facebook, it's like, well, yeah, there's okay. A lot of, there's a lot of horny brown dudes. <laughs> there are a lot of horny brown dudes. <laughs> When their name's a bunch of symbols, you know you shouldn't should be like what? Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Names are like Arabic, That's and you're like, what is morning, this? Like, okay. Like, well, I was... yeah, I've been I've been trying to learn Arabic since then because I was like I was ever I don't know why I just like inspired now because I did the we did a radical Islam thing and um. Which, by the way, I don't like being ripped by a belt. Shout out to Duke. I don't like being ripped by a belt. But I'll let you do it. No, who does? Because <laughs> uh, I love you. I love you, Duke. Uh, nice. so, like, being in that type of environment, it, you know, it's nice already, but, but mm-hmm. it, 
I like the empowerment, and I like that it's uh, there's this other company. It's like women, women are the future. Is like a Twitter thing that just started getting on my shit. I don't know right. what that. At first, I thought that was Duke, but now I have no idea. He's just brilliant, and I have no idea. Like in, in the internet world, he's just brilliant. He sneaks up and our corner, but coming up with these amazing concepts, and I started getting really into these concepts of, like, what what can I do? Because I grew up, like, super half-theory. Like, my <laughs> my dad's Jewish. His family is, like, super Jewish. And then my mom converted before I was born. So we still, like, celebrate Christmas and shit. But uh, I like holiday Jews. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> holiday Jews. <laughs> and, uh, like, I took advantage of one to the free trip to Israel because... There you fucking go. Jews got so much fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was talking to Duke about this, not coming up with like a new idea. But here they had the idea. He's like, yeah, I have a domain of this already. Like, fuck you, bitch. Like, yeah, they always I, get I, like I, the best I holidays. Come up with the Jew one of <laughs> radical Islam. Yeah, like in the Jew because I know that a lot of the like the the song and and I like things, but I could like. Makes a theme song. Like, <laughs> you can make a like, theme song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can make. Wait, wait, wait! I just got a good one. You can make Diddler on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's a good one. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Diddler on the roof. <laughs> this is a good idea. I love it. <laughs> Mandy, um, let me ask you a question. Now, being as extreme as you are on camera, would you ever consider doing the move, the Kentucky Klondike Bar? Oh! oh! She's like, what? what that? Oh, God. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I will tell God. you what that is. Now, you tell her. I'm not telling her. Of the Kentucky Klondike Bar is the okay. act <laughs> the act of freezing a bowel movement and sexually penetrating another with the frozen bowel movement. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Break the sound a little bit slow. No problem. So, like, okay. I'll, I'll tell you exactly how it move by move. So, like, just like the homlick thing you always see on, like, the walls and stuff at restaurants. So, somebody takes a, a, a large uh, uh, poop and, like, you have the turd, right? And you take the turd and you freeze it. And then after it's frozen, you use it as a dildo. As the Kentucky Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give Duke any ideas. <laughs> Would you ever do that? <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. Oh, uh, but like, I guess if, if I trusted the individual that took the poop out first. Right, you want to, right, make sure there's not too much corn in it. Have, like, yeah. <laughs> Got it, got it. Mm. Yes. So, especially if it's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and if I don't get like E. coli or anything. Right. Right. So you would do it, I'm but there's down. conditions. You don't there's... want to get like an infection like, or anything. No, maybe put a rubber on it or something. Ew. Oh my God. <laughs> put a rubber on the, on the toes and then you won't get the. Can I put a rubber on the poop? And yeah. Then, and then. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah, you can use if rubbers. I. Yeah, as long as you refer to it as a rubber, then I approve the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, condition. A raincoat. A raincoat on, on the turd. 
protection. Turn protection. Good commercial for that. Poop protection. Awesome. protection. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So, so Mandy, uh, kind of like a, a like a question that maybe maybe every um, podcast would ask. One, one celebrity you can pick out of any celebrity in the world, who would you fuck? Girl or boy, doesn't matter. A celebrity? A celebrity. Who would you fuck? Who would you pick to fuck? Who's your fantasy? Uh, myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Hard question, right? Yes. I don't know. I just, so in the point of all the people that I like went into porn that I researched first, and I was like, oh, I researched for porn, I'll reach out to some people. I ended up fucking all of them already, and I was like, you know, whatever. So I was just like, yeah, okay, that already happened. And it was not like a super fun I guess it was like Obama is really fun. Mod, yeah. Just because it's Obama. Right, it's a president. Um, I mean, you can't, you know, it's yeah. a president. He's one of his iconic figure. And I, I, I like what he, I like the tone of his voice. I just feel like, just Who's fuck. He doesn't have dirty dick, just fuck. <laughs> I just like the way he speaks. I love that, that type of idea, but, uh, maybe Bobby Cooper? But also, I think he's probably a douchebag. I don't know. I just don't know. So, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so hard. All right, but what's six out is... Well, like, oh, there you go. Yes, yeah, Rebels. Like, yes. How did, I never knew who he was. My fucking <laughs> mom knew who he was. I had no idea who he was. Yeah, that's kind of like the typical answer. Um, <clears throat> and like freaked out on him over... I have no idea what it was. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Now, now she's she's a whole other story. Yeah, she's a whole other story. Yeah, whole other story. Um, now, um, did, did, I just want to promote a couple of things for you, Mandy, before we get on the phone uh, with you. Now, now you, um, now your Twitter, we've had it on the screen the whole time. Is that Mandy Meadowland? Um, now, what yeah. else? Uh, what else do you have coming up besides like traveling hotels and, and singing your ass off? What else do you have coming up that uh, that we look forward to? Um, well, I'm coming. <laughs> Looking to, I mean, basically now I'm just getting my OnlyFans rolling, so I'm going to fuck everyone that has a bigger following than me. <laughs> We're trying to help you with that. Uh, uh, well, thanks. <laughs> and, uh, and also helping us a lot more behind-the-scenes stuff because I want access to sexy cameras so I can start recording myself singing, like, uh, of course. or just someone that's, like, wanting to do other things with throughout my pornography <laughs> um, yeah i mean that's basically it and and why i go back meadowland is honestly because like i don't know i want to be in new jersey i want to be in new york i want to be broadly down you know it's right. that's something that and also there is a thing where like shout out to whoever she is She's from France. Does she go? She is Mandy Meadows. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, so that would make her her name comes up under some porn, I guess. If someone goes porn, Mandy Meadows, they're going to find her maybe somewhere in the distance. Of, yes, I <clears throat> I actually discovered her while I was yes, looking up me your too. information. So, yes, I knew. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Whoops. So, as a singer... <clears throat> like maybe it's it's a sign or something, but uh, that's why I like Mandy Meadowland 
as like my whole handle. And Got I it. think what I'm going to do is also start posting on my uh, YouTube channel because uh, Steve Holmes, um, I love pieces. He's like family to me in, in the form family. I love him so much. Uh, he is so. I understand, like, just to start by himself, mm-hmm. does the YouTube stuff, and I never really approached starting a YouTube channel, and um, I know Duke, like, my first scene was for this song, like, Ricky Berwick, yes. who actually <laughs> out to my scene, <laughs> because someone has said at Ricky Berwick that he, like, actually tweeted back, he's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> but like, creep back to us, but like it was, it was really cool to see like all these creative elements that is my favorite thing with with Duke. So I'm, I guess to say with all this, it, it's that I don't really know. I'm shooting as much as I can, but like right. at this point now, I'm getting to that position where it's like okay. Now is the time to focus on making content and and making it for myself. I just didn't start that way because I just, you know, and I'm not talking shit on anyone. It's just right. that, like, there's a lot of people in porn that join porn because they just want to get laid. And they've never been laid before in their life. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. It's like, it's great. Like, good for you. It's awesome. But right. I've hurt so many feelings over just the fact where it's like, oh, yeah, we shot this thing together and it's. I've made three, even like 300 bucks over it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to hang out with you and see a movie with you, or I don't want to go bowling with you or something. Like, <laughs> it, it, like it, it, it causes like a dilemma, like a, right. you know, hurts people's feelings. It's like, well, then this industry isn't for you. I was raised where if I didn't hit the high note, right? Then you're, you're never going to be in that choir. Like, I was always raised that way. So, Right. I'm used to rejection. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> I can see you're but passionate about the whole thing and everything. Join yes. porn, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. I've been really cautious in my in my content mm-hmm. trade because um, Yes. I don't I don't want to hurt anyone, but it's like you gotta be careful. Yes, of course you gotta right. be careful and you're I, you're doing yeah, it the right way, people. and uh, you know that, that's awesome. And like, we're big, we're big fans of yours, obviously, because we've had you here on the show. And oh, and uh, big fans of you. I think you guys are fucking amazing. No, oh, thanks. No, thank you very much. And and, and you're awesome too. And uh, and like I said, we, we want to promote you. We want to make you move forward. And if you need help with that, always ask us. But uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Mandy. It's been a, a pleasure having you on. It's been awesome. Um, and uh, you know, hope to have you on again soon. If you're ever in Jersey. Um, you know, you and Duke should come over and we could like all do a show together. It'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. yes, Kentucky Klondike Bar. Oh, oh, drink. Drink. <laughs> that sounds great. I would love to do that with you guys. <laughs> awesome, Mandy. Well, thank you so much for being on. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you guys. All right. Enjoy the rest of the you too, Mandy. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Mendez out. Well, wow. all right, folks. Okay. All right. Great interview. Uh, she was as drunk as us, I think. She was fun. So we were just like communicating with our kind. Uh, we're a little late on the second interview, which is Dante. Here, wait, let me throw on this preview really quick. Yeah, I mean, real quick. It's just him. We've had this preview it's on the show before. It's just him beating up Channing Tatum. It's him beating up Channing Tatum. Yeah, man, he's a big dude. And, and we're just going to get to the beginning of this fight because we're pretty late close. and we got a third interview. As I know, always, we're like, 
Johnny Carson in 1970. I know, and I gotta pee really bad, and I can't. No, I know, me too. It sucks. We should like a trough underneath the table, just pee in it all the time. So anyway, he bells in. He's Dante Nero. He's, he's got like a chain and shit. Chain shit. He's gonna uh, have a fist fight. Chain Tatum. This movie called Fighting. I'm not sure what year it came out, but it was uh, a couple years ago. Also, uh, that guy, whoever that is, I forget who that his name is. Channing Tatum? Uh, no, 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 the, uh, the black hair, uh, mustache, uh, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Uh, Olivier Newton or something? No, like it's that. not Olivier Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. All right. All right, so it's about to fight Tatum. Down with the shit. All right, so... There's a lot of free gaming here. So they're about to fight, and, um... You can actually check this out on YouTube. So fighting Chantan. Yeah, let's take this off phone call here. We're gonna anyway, call him now. The ending of the fight, if you're interested, Channing Tatum knocks him out. That's a movie. Yes. It really happened. But um let's see Great what movie. Here. Great movie. Fighting. <clears throat> fighting. Yes, fighting. I love that fur coat. <laughs> fur coats are awesome. They are awesome on men or women. Yes. Uh, I've learned they're awesome on you men. You knew this was gonna happen. Yeah, I told you. You called it. <laughs> Tyler Durden. No, I'm not too concerned Nine. about. Uh, no, I, obviously I want Dante back here on the show, but being a uh, he's a stand-up comedian full time. Yes. So this is a Friday night show, and as us, we just get drunk and and uh, and like out in Blairstown where they filmed the first Friday Thirteenth movie, we just get drunk and dream about murdering people. So right. we don't do the late night stand-up stuff like that. So he's probably uh, busy like the last time we tried to have him on the show. So it's okay. Should I try um, him again? Um, you know, we could try one more time, and then if not, we can just move on, I think. Okay. <laughs> I think. And then, you know, we could always... I, like, feel bad, though, like, because yeah, we didn't set this up with him. We set up with his publicist. No, so. no, I understand. That's what you're saying. I don't want his publicist to get mad at us because he wasn't on. No, but, but sort of we give it the good old college try. Yeah. Um, now, he's, he's an awesome guy. He was uh, very good friends with... Um, with Patrice uh, O'Neill. Who, unfortunately, uh, passed away. One of the most brilliant comedians. Dude, back in 2011. Time. It seemed like it seems like ages ago. Yes. That was years after we got married. You think about Dude, that, that was when our kid was born. You're right. Our first one. Relatively in time. It's right. Like, wow. It's weird. It's a long time ago. Long Jesus time Christ. ago. That's crazy. I remember when that <clears> happened <throat> and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Side effects of diabetes. Terrible. Ugh. Terrible. Hold on. Never do try one unhealthy. more time. <clears throat> I hope her comments about the. Uh, the Jewish folk didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> please. <clears throat> Who's listening? Gilk? Yeah, care. probably. <laughs> he is. He's the only one. Gilk was your last time he was on the show. Mm -hmm. Yes. <clears throat> so, as we listen to ringing, this is very exciting. <clears throat> Thrilling. 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 Thrilling podcast. Right. Your call a, yeah, so I say we, uh, but I'm going to take off the, because I have a my phone set to like. To call certain people at certain times? No, to like not ring at certain times. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to turn that off in case Just he calls. in case somebody tries to contact us personally. Um, but person. yeah. So what are we doing now? So we're going to hang out for a couple of minutes. Can we, and, can we Andre oh. it so I can pee? Oh, yes, yes. I, you know what? I forgot we had those little things in it. Uh, so let's, we're going to take a little, a little pee break. We're going to come back and have our next guest here on the air. So here's a salute to the greatest drunk of all time, Andre the Giant. Everyone catered to Andre, justifiably so. You know, a case of beer. It was always, you know, booze. It was always whatever it is Andre wanted. He enjoyed performing. 
but uh, he enjoyed the, the party afterwards. The stories about Andre's drinking are almost a, another level of mythology from the man himself. Andre was certainly, I mean, one of, if not the greatest drinker that ever lived. I myself saw him almost every night drink 7,000 calories worth of alcohol. Say 20 to 25 beers, maybe four bottles of wine, usually several mixed drinks. Brother, I was with him one night when he drank 106 beers. 106. Yeah, that's Andre the Giant, brother. Andre was a big drinker after the matches. Most wrestlers would like maybe have a six pack and Andre, the minimum that he would ever have was 24. He liked the wine. He'd have him bring in a case to start the day. A case of wine. We go to this hotel. I mean, drinking and drinking and drinking, and all of a sudden now we're starting to go to bed. And we get close to the elevator. Andre drops. And the manager of the hotel says, "What are you going to do?" I says, "Call AAA." That's all I can tell you. I was there. I did wasn't there for the drinking. I was there the next morning in the lobby when he's still sleeping on the floor. Nobody could keep up with him. You no, know, I don't care who you were. Want to get stupid? Drink this. The term stupid has a few meanings. Lacking intelligence. Lacking mental acuity. A state of mental numbness. At 8% alcohol and 25 ounces, the Natty Daddy Big One will f*** you up. And I can't think of any other reason to drink this stuff. Congratulations to the fine folks at Anheuser-Busch for making such a rewarding and socially conscious product. You should be proud of yourselves. Alright folks, welcome back to the show. Hi! Cassie had to do a real quick Kentucky Klondike bar. I did! Oh, drink! With a rubber on it. With a rubber. That's the only, uh, the only, uh, the change I'll make to the, to the move. So gross. But that makes sense. It makes it more doable. You put the rubber on the Kentucky Klondike bar. The whole point <laughs> is to not have the rubber on it, so it's gross. Why don't you put both of us on the screen so everyone knows yeah, like, but what just it, in Yeah, but then it has the, the music and the... Yeah, but you gotta do uh, uh, Finn and Cassie 1. 1? Right? Why are you, like, technically retarded tonight? I'm not <clears throat> retarded. I just... It's like... <laughs> all these fucking shits are all over the place. All these shits like Kentucky Klondike bars all no! over the place! Oh! Drink! <clears throat> that's right fletch so, fletch so i think that you know i you know i don't she was a great guest now i'll tell you a couple things now a couple things like i appreciated your understanding of her and you're very similar in a certain way mm -hmm. now the reason i think that is um is that um though i would never do what she does no but I mean, maybe if you're if you went down a different path <clears throat> i would know, have been more mainstream more mainstream yeah it's like jizz in the face or i couldn't like she's very I can't, method acting i can't sit in a room with people throwing up see but you would puke too which is the whole point right no i know but <laughs> having it dumped on me i'd probably throw up again what about a, a cup of jizz right in your mouth <laughs> 
Can I do like pretty porn? Pretty porn, like as you like stroke your hair. Like, like you pretty, so like you know, like like pretty, like I don't know. I'm thinking of like early '90s, mid '90s, like pretty when porn when it was like fashionable and yeah, fancy and '80s style. Yeah, so that's what I kind of show up in a dress and just bang some guy in a tux, a breakaway tux. <laughs> Might as well. But you'd have to blow somebody. You that's like fine. That. I'll do that. No, you, until you marry the guy, and then you won't do it anymore. For money. <laughs> For money. Look at you. <laughs> So if I pay you 20 bucks, will you blow me? No, it's not money. Oh, come on. Not enough money for me? <laughs> it's my money, too. It's <laughs> like I'm paying myself to blow you. <laughs> Let me give you a Snickers, too. <laughs> Put a rubber on it. <laughs> Throw it in the pool after. <laughs> then everybody jumps out. Oh, my God. Not when I was a maintenance man at a, at a golf club. That was me, right? <clears throat> what, Bushwood? Yeah, Bushwood. Mm -mm, mm. <laughs> you can mow my lawn. What are you doing this weekend? Gambling's illegal in Bushwood, lawn. sir, and I never slice. Oh my god. <laughs> this show's just going off the rails right now. That's okay. Can we talk about, since we have time? Yes. We have 15 minutes. Yes. Can we talk about the movie that we saw that was amazing? Yes, it was. Now, the movie that we saw, uh, we were gone for two weeks, and one of the weeks that we, uh, we we skipped was we went to go see the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was, I consider it, and so does Cassie, I think, was an amazing movie. Yes. Now, it was a Quentin Tarantino movie, if you don't, you're not familiar with it, and if you're not familiar with it, it must be from, like, Jislam or something. But like, <laughs> Jislam. <laughs> um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, uh, in uh, 19, uh, basically a, a, um, a salute to 1969 Hollywood. Yes. Before all the shit went down and everything changed. Right. Uh, basically with the Manson murders and everything. And he tells his kind of own story, hence Once, Once Upon, upon a, time. a Time. Right. Um, and I think the star of the film was really Brad Pitt. Yes. Leo. Uh, because but his But Leo character... was amazing, too, though. Leo was amazing, too. I'm not saying that he wasn't amazing. But I think the the main the the person you're gonna take away from this is gonna be Brad Pitt's role, which yes. is the guy named Cliff, Cliff Booth who plays the stuntman. Leo DiCaprio plays a 1960s washed-up actor, and Brad Pitt's his stunt double. Yeah, um, and it, it just he just plays an amazing role. And his stunt double slash like driver slash right. like best friend slash right. like. And part of it's based in reality, part know. of it's based in fiction. Right. And uh, it's based around the time of the Manson murders, as I already said. But anyway, um, like uh, ever since I saw this movie, I've been in a loop, a, f a fucking rabbit hole with the Manson murders. Welcome to my life. Exactly. Like I can't stop watching shit about the Manson murders. Not that I'm in, you know, I'm into that shit or anything, but like I'm fascinated about the whole, ah, what you just did, like turn my, my Oh, sorry. Yeah. I just moved my mic. Don't touch it. Okay, Stop. I won't touch it. Moving stuff around. Stop. Mrs. Steam music. But Cassie, who do you take? What do you take away from that movie? Because I've so, been blabbering. So I'm. Why did the music stop? That was really weird. It's on a loop. Don't oh, worry about okay. It. I was like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? Um. So I, I have been obsessed with the Manson murder since I was about nine years old. Now, what got you obsessed in the Manson murder? I don't remember how it came to pass. Did you stab somebody or something? No. Like I'm gonna. That's no. I don't remember what happened. All I know is I remember as a kid, I was either talking to somebody about it or I'd heard about it or something. And then I went and rented and went, went to the library and took out Helter Skelter at like nine years old. So you read the book. And so I read the book. Yes. Multiple times. Um, there's pictures in the book too. Of the actual murders. Yeah. So, the you know, fake murders imagine, the book. imagine being nine and looking at these <laughs> grotesque pictures. Now I'm like twisted. Um, I always kind of wanted to be like a forensic psychologist or something to do with serial killers or something when I was younger. So 
Um, the answer's in my nutsack. So it, <laughs> so it didn't bother me because, like, in my little kid brain, it was like, oh, this is, like, fake or, you know, whatever. These aren't real. Um, and, you know, my friends and I would always read those, like, true crime books. Like, we right. like those kind of things. Like so the like, Hardy Boys? No, not like mis not like fake shit, but like the true crime. Oh, true crime. Yeah, okay. with the pictures. No, you said that. I just... No, you weren't paying attention. Choose your own adventure. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what you did. Um, so, so this movie, this movie for me, first of all, when I heard about it coming out, I heard it had to do with the Manson murders. But then I had heard that it really wasn't a part of the movie. It was kind of just there. Like, it was kind of like... Background. Background. But yeah. it's not... There is so much involved in the Manson. Plus, it's also, if you guys didn't know, the 50th anniversary today of the Manson killings. Today, yes. This yeah, day. Originally, Quentin Tarantino wanted to release the movie today right. because it is the 50th anniversary. But the, the producers of the movie wanted to release it earlier so they have more summer time. Right. Um, Which was a good idea. Yes. So, so, um, so I've always loved that. Not loved it. Like, oh, well, I want to do this. Yeah, but you have like, to be careful what you're saying. <laughs> I've always been very fascinated with the Manson cult and with the murders and like the repercussions of the murders and everything that happened. So when I heard about this movie, I was like so excited to see it. And then I heard it wasn't really involved, but then I, it looked interesting anyway. And it's Quentin Tarantino. I like him. So I was like, all right, let's go see it. And when I, what they did with it, and I don't want to give it away in case people haven't seen it, even though it's been like out for what, three weeks now? About that, yeah. But like what they did with it was such a satisfaction for me as a person and being like so involved with these like murders for my whole, my almost my whole life, like 30 yeah. years of my life that like going, going into that movie and seeing what he did with it and how he changed the, the, the history and the outcome was just like mind blowing to me, it, and it, it actually really, got really emotional no, about I, it. Yeah, it's a lot of people did actually. A lot of people that actually, a lot of our friends, one of our good friends, Mr. Encyclopedia, who was uh, you know Mr. Hollywood, grew up in that whole mm -hmm. uh, arena. You know, at that time, at too. that time too. So he knew the background. So he goes to see that movie. He gets really emotional. Um, so Quentin Tarantino does a very good job of capturing, you know, the time. And plus, like, L.A., it's very easy to make L.A. look like that because it still looks like that. Yes. Like, all those restaurants still look exactly shit. the same as they did in the 60s well, and the 50s. it's like, um, you want to relate to Jersey. It's like Asbury Park. Yes. You can, a lot of Asbury Park is still there, even though it's all, you know, weathered and shit like that. But those are the still the same buildings from, like, the 30s right. and 40s, the same shit. Right. So. Like, El Coyote was men was brought up in the movie. Yes. It looks exactly the same. The same Mexican restaurant that, uh. Uh, that Sharon Tate went to the night that she was murdered is still there. Yes, that's what I'm so, talking about, and it looks oh, exactly the same. Oh, okay. oh my God, Jesus Christ! And then Musso and Frank's looks still looks this exactly the same. I've never changed Musso and Frank's. Still the same fucking menu. Yeah, sort of like lamb chops, and like that tongue lamb and shit, like lamb tongue and like uh, like camel jizz and Liver. stuff, whatever the hell they they fucking do over there. No, uh, Gilk, I wasn't emotional about the Manson killings. I was emotional about what he did with it. Like he kind of like. Like, he kind of resolved it in a good way. In a way. I don't want to give it away. I'll talk to you in person. Yeah. I but, like, I don't gonna... want to, like, give it away. But, like, he he changed history in a way. And it was like, if this would have happened, then this would have been the result. And that's what made me upset. Because it wasn't, like... I don't know how to explain it without ruining it. But, like, he changed he changed some stuff. It was, like, his version of what right. should have happened. Right, right, right. Sort of, in a way. He, he, he puts his little twist on, uh, you know, what's it's called Once Upon a Time. If you uh, if you referenced if you ever saw his movie Inglorious Bastards, look what he did with Hitler, and you can kind of kind of the together. same thing. You kind of put it uh, one he, and two. It's together. an alternate reality. Right. Correct. Correct. Best way to put but, it. But so. you know, I was I've always been 
you know... And, like, apparently Sharon Tate's sister saw and, like, sobbed. They, they, apparently uh, Margot Robbie, like, nailed her dead on. And I love how they, in the movie, they, they show, like, real footage of, yes. like, Sharon Tate. It's just Sharon Tate watching. She goes to the theater and watches her own movie. And it's and actually Sharon it's actually Tate. Footage of Sharon it's not Tate. Margot it's Robbie. It's not Margot Robbie. So it's like, it, that was really cool. Like, yeah. a tribute to her. And I think a lot of ways, this is maybe Quentin Tarantino's. No, this is like a love letter to, Mar to uh, uh, Sharon, Sharon Tate. Tate. Yes, absolutely. Because this is her swan. Like, this is, you know, her swan song. Like, this is awesome. That's why her sister was emotional. But it was, it was <clears> very good. I would recommend to anybody, even people that don't like Quentin Tarantino movies, because. As I've said, it was the least Quentin Tarantino movie of all of the Quentin Tarantino it movies. Was. Like it really was. And if you hated the Hateful Eight, which oh my god, I did, um, it, you'll like this movie. Trust me. This is more like this is even this is oppositely like Pulp Fiction. Actually, this is the first movie that wasn't produced by Harvey Weinstein. First of all, which is probably why. It, yeah, it was produced by Sony. So yeah, it's one of the reasons I, it's it's uh, better. I think it was produced better. And, yes, and a better production. And overall. it was more mainstream for pe more people. Like. Quentin Tarantino has, like, niche things that he does in his movie, every movie. Like, he'll have, like, the hour and a half long conversation about stuff that Quentin Tarantino likes to talk about. Right. Like feet. <laughs> like feet. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, a, you know, every, almost every single movie, there's, like, a really long conversation about topics that Quentin Tarantino likes to discuss. Um, that didn't happen in this movie at all. No. Not, not at all. Um, there were a lot of feet shots, which is, like, his trademark thing because he's like, has a foot fetish. Um, unlike like some people we know, um, uh, <laughs> but, and there was also like, uh, Glupo? There, there was, yeah, there were, there were little like nods to other movies, like, uh, like stuff with Stuntman, Stuntman Mike from, uh, Grindhouse, you know, they're saying that like, there was a character in this movie that was related to him. There was like other things. Yeah. So a lot um, of his old movies kind of My boss in. even said that it was possible that like the Cliff Booth character was actually the son of of Brad Pitt's character in Inglorious Bastards? Yes. Yes. Aldo Reigns. Yes. Yes. They said he was a war hero, too, in right. the movie. Yeah, which would make sense. Right. So it was it like, you know, like, there's, like, all little, like, connections and... Right. But it's so much not a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like, it really no. isn't. It's much more mainstream for people that, you know, which is why it made so much money. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, um, the Django. I liked the Django. The Django was okay. Django was like, that was garbage. Well, Guilt's a uh, right-wing conservative retard. Yes, and Hateful Eight was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> was. That movie was the most Quentin Tarantino movie of Quentin Tarantino movies because literally they sat around for four Talks. hours and talked. In the same spot. It was the worst thing ever. That should be a boring play. It should not I be a fell movie asleep. production. Half that movie, I was like, I yeah, just slept no. through the whole thing. We watched it like right, right over there in the other right room. Right here in the other yeah, room. Yeah, it was it was terrible. It was disgusting. Um, and and it, it's so long. Like, I'm like, it was so four long. hours long, almost insane. four hours long. Like, and just talking the whole time. Right, four hours of my life I need back. And then it was like every two seconds it was like scene seventeen. I'm like, really? Do I need to fucking see this on the screen? Four hours of my life I could have been using to borrow like, Cassie for a blowjob. And then <laughs> there was a twist, and the twist didn't even hit because there was so much talking. Yeah, like you lost it after a while. Right. So it's like, bleh. So uh, we're going to get our next guest here Woo! on the line. But before we do, we're going to watch our little preview video. Now, this guest is Kenzie Taylor, uh, award-winning uh, adult star. So we're very Hi. excited to have her there on. There she is. There, there, there she is. Yes. Now, if oh, there she is. If you're listening at home, exactly. There's oil on her butt. Uh, somebody is uh, putting oil Ooh, on her Oh, she's got a big-ass ass tattoo. Yes. Uh, now, her ass is very nice. She's wearing a... Uh, it's in a by a pool, by the way. And she's in a bikini. Ooh. Obviously, uh, and a nice pink Yeah, rubber bikini. butt. Uh, well, pink yeah, bikini bottoms, anyway. Yeah, rubber butt. Yeah. 
Mark Zuckerberg is watching this right now very closely. <laughs> <laughs> Carefully don't cross the line. So, bless you. Jesus. <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Was that Jesus coming out of your nose? Yes. <laughs> so, um, Kenzie Teller, so, um, yes. What is that tattoo of? The Grim Reaper? I don't know. It looks like a big rose or something. Rose? It's not the Grim Reaper to me. I have to ask her about that. Ask her about the tattoo. Yeah. Absolutely. All I'm looking at is butt. Oily butt. Well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. <clears throat> yeah, oily butt. Okay, let's get Kenzie on the phone. We're a couple minutes early, but that's okay. Usually late, so being early is uh, a good thing. Yeah, it should be all right. Yeah, it should be all right. No issues Ooh. there. Hopefully she picks up the phone. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Exactly. <laughs> we'll fucking see. Who knows? Who knows? It's one of those nights. Cassie's wire is not connected. Brian's fucking with us. Fucking with my headphones. <clears throat> As you can see, it's like most shows like call the guest before it's going to fall through the cracks. <laughs> Guarantee you. Fall through the cracks. Yes. Like my life. That's <laughs> a good name for a book. Your life. Fall through the cracks. <laughs> I don't like two cracks. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Are you calling the right number? Yeah. It's ringing a lot. It's ringing a lot. It's ringing all weird. It's going to, like, different lines and shit. <clears throat> Transferring. <laughs> I've never heard so much ringing in my life. Is that, does she not have a voicemail? This is a... <clears throat> that's a four, right? I don't fucking know. What do you... Uh, uh, look on her email. On her email? Yeah. <clears throat> on our email, you, you, can just, you just click the call. What do you like living in the 1960s over here? Yep. Yes, yeah, just like the movie we just talked about. The man's fucking. Oh, no, it's not. Aha! Aha! You just figured it That's out. That's why. Aha! Aha! <laughs> <clears throat> Motherfucker. Motherfucker. That's right. We almost called the. Uh, uh, I don't know who we were calling. Harry. Probably Todd Bridges. <laughs> Harry Balzania. Harry Balzania. <laughs> <clears throat> We're having the same result, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what it is? It's her personal lines. She probably forgot as a number. <sighs> we'll figure. We'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. We're really, really going to be like detectives on this shit. Hi, sorry, I couldn't get to my phone, but leave right. me a message. Uh, hi, Kenzie. I'll, to you as soon as I... I'll yes. text her. Oh, you. That's what you're going to do. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to text producer her. for doing that for me. Because I was just going to do that. I'm going to text her. Yeah, you do that. Text her ass, motherfucker. <clears throat> so we're gonna text uh the Kenzie Taylor. <clears throat> you know, um I think uh for our viewers and for pleasure at home, while we're waiting to get Kenzie online, maybe we should put that preview back on. Sure, let's but I think let's that a, that's enjoyable here. view. You know, nice, at least enjoyable view. Wow, they're waiting for our nonsense to get complete. And we can see something that's nice. And her, that's her ass getting oiled up. All nice and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> That's beautiful. Now, if you're listening, I apologize because it's not as enjoyable as if you're watching it. And if you're listening and want to see this, just go to our YouTube page. This uh, will be uploaded by the time you uh, go to the YouTube page if you're listening to the podcast. Um, so, uh, very nice. Very nice, I have to say. You know, you can also message her on Twitter because she uh, tweeted, she followed us back. I just texted her. She's texting me back. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. She's like already writing back. Like I can see like the three dots. <laughs> <laughs> I love the states. 
Okay, I can. I, she said I can call her again now. Okay, all right. So let's call her again. So now. we're gonna call her again now. Put it on the screen though. All right, here we go. I was gonna say, being interrupted by Jake Ryan's theme music. All right, <clears throat> call her. Voice call. There we go. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, Phil. <laughs> exactly. Hello. Yes. Hello, Kenzie. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Hey, it's uh, Chris and Cassie from Drinking Dirty in Jersey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, it's a pleasure having you here on the show. Uh, we're big fans of yours, so it's uh, it's it's great to have you on. Uh, so thank you very thank much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. I I very much enjoy uh, your videos at Exotica and stuff like that, where you're interviewing uh, porn stars and making out with them and stuff. That that's awesome. So, uh, so it's awesome that you're on. Um, now one one question that that we have for you. Now we just watched a preview video of you, uh, like you're by the pool and you're in a bikini and you have a tattoo on your uh, right upper back. What is that a tattoo of? Mm -hmm. Um, it is an angel, and then um, there's flowers on the bottom of it because I'm in the process of uh, getting more roses on it, leading up to like my shoulder. I want to get like bigger feet. Okay. All right. So it's a work in progress, basically. Um, Definitely. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. So we were wondering that. Uh, I, I was. I thought it was the Grim Reaper from the view that I got. Cassie, what were you thinking it was? <laughs> I thought it was like an, uh, like a rose or something. Yeah. So we're kind of. So if you put them all together, it kind of makes sense now that uh, we both, you know, our, both our views kind of form there. So, uh, <laughs> so good. Um, now, uh, now, Kenzie, like most people in the industry, you began as a dancer before you got into adult film, correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then, um, is that process relatively easy, like getting into the adult industry from dancing? Well, um, I actually was doing dancing and I was working in healthcare. Um, okay. And I was just really miserable in healthcare, so I stopped doing that. And um, I actually had a fake ID when I was sixteen to be eighteen. And, nice. <laughs> um, so I started dancing at nude clubs when I was sixteen, and I mean, I did it from. 16, I mean, up until now, I still uh, dance. But uh, right. I would say that it's relatively easy in a sense of being naked in front of a bunch of people and not caring. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. But, um, I mean, stripping at a club doesn't teach you all of the things that you need to know in, in porn, such as um, how to open up to the camera, uh just many different things. The only right. thing that pretty much teaches you is how to be comfortable naked and using my acrobatic skills that I do when I'm on a stripper pole <laughs> while I'm having sex. <laughs> got, it. got it. Got it. So like dancing's kind of like uh kind of like uh oral sex before actually getting into the whole, you know, spiel of things. Definitely. Got yeah. it. Got it. I'm glad you got that reference because I just got lost in my own head there. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> I love getting photos. They have an award-winning mouth for it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Award-winning guys. Award-winning. Award-winning. That's that's impressive. Now, um, now, uh, Kenzie, where were you originally from? Where Where did you grow up? What area of the uh, country? Uh, I'm originally from the Midwest in Michigan. Okay. All right, so you grew up in the Michigan area. Okay, cool. Um, never been there, but uh, I've, we've been to the Chicago area. Very cool, Midwest. So you don't uh, want to be to Michigan. Boring. <laughs> I was trying to play the, the, the United States, Florida. <laughs> 
Okay, I would have never guessed Michigan. I was thinking more maybe uh, West Coast, but okay, Michigan. Very surprised me. That's good. Um, now, uh, one fact I read about you that is uh, that you acquired your last name due to people saying you resembled Taylor Swift. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. Now, do you do you like her personally? Are you a fan of hers? Or are you just uh, you tied to her because you look like her? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a fan, but I don't okay. dislike her. I think she's very talented, and um, yeah, I, I don't mind people saying I look like her, but it's funny because when they do say that, they're like, well, you know, you have bigger boobs, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, you're not as white. And I was like, yeah, I know. Because she's like very, very light-skinned. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. So. Absolutely, Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I don't mind it. Yes, she would. Uh, she looks like uh, one of the vampires from. Uh, yeah, she's super white. Yes, like like <laughs> pale, translucent. What movie am I thinking of? I can't. Twilight. Think. Twilight. Twilight. Yes. Twilight. <laughs> like way too white. Yeah, way too white. I never thought she was attractive. And like when I, I you know, obviously like we did uh, research on you. and We got some notes on you, and like I put the Taylor Swift thing together afterwards. After they got the notes on you, looking at Taylor Swift, and you have the same kind of face, but. Oh my God, you were much more attractive no, so much than looking. her. Like, you know, the, the big boobs and the butt and everything <laughs> that she does not have. So And your tan and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm, <laughs> and I'm, maybe she's a better singer than you, but that's about it. <laughs> Definitely. I am only good at singing in the shower. If right. I sang anywhere else, people would want to cut my vocal cords off. <laughs> but, but Taylor Swift did not win an award for blowjobs, so. Exactly. This is true. Okay? Exactly. So, I mean, my mouth and throat are good for something there you go there you go awesome awesome now um (laughs) you you have not uh performed a double penetration scene or a gangbang but is it true that you're looking forward to do that in the future when the time is right yeah that's true um i'm i don't think i'm gonna do a gangbang anytime soon okay um but but a dp is definitely something i've fantasized about for quite a while mm-hmm. it's just a matter of doing it for a company that i really would like to do it for having a director shoot it that i really like um and then obviously getting to pick my male talent right of course so like so you, it's like a whole process <laughs> right no, no I, I understand that so you, it's not something that you would just jump into it's something that you have to kind of plan for the right moment and have the right people involved and it'll come together basically Exactly, and I would actually, I, I, I don't know, I might want to try off film first. I've actually never done it before, so um, I don't know if Me I either. want to try that on film, because I actually did that with anal. I tried anal uh, on film. My first anal scene was actually my first time doing anal, <laughs> like not just ass play, like oh my God. literally a cock going in and out of it for 40 minutes. So 40 minutes? Yeah. Oh my Jeez. God. It's a long time for anything. <laughs> I love cheese. I can't eat cheese for 40 minutes. That's insane. <laughs> I could. Yeah, you could, Cassie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but that that's great. So you never did anal in your personal life. The first time you did it was on was on set, was on scene? Yeah. I wow. mean, I did, a, I dabbled, like, you know what I mean? Like, well, like fingers and stuff? The dick or fingering and yeah. touching, but never, like, full force, like, yo, you're banging the shit out of me. And was it a guy with like a That's huge slong, like like a huge dick too? Probably, I, I would guess. I never, ever have have had sex with as big of dicks as I had in porn. Like I, the biggest dick I ever had sex with before porn is probably 
eight inches. But when the first time I ever had sex with one of the performers that had like a 10 inch dick, 11 inch dick, Jesus I was like, Christ. holy shit, I'm <laughs> going to die. <laughs> Do you do you see it before you do the scene? Like you are you prepped for it, or is it like a surprise? Like wow, all of a sudden like dong ten inch long, like in your face, or you like you prep for it? Like you have pictures of so it before the pictures. <laughs> I look at them and everything online, but it looks so much different in person. Like some of the guys are like, oh wow, that's big, and then you go to work, and you know we're starting to do for most sets we do photos before we actually do the sex scene. See, I wasn't too long. So you know I'm. <laughs> going to get the guy's dick out and it's just like whoa Jesus. it's just like Way slaps out <laughs> just flops out it's like a dossier you get like a dossier of wieners before you <laughs> a dossier like of a wieners. folder yeah it's definitely uh definitely more than a fucking folder flat. I'm and it's like, funny whoa. too because it's not just like 10 inches it's like 10 inches and like there's girth to it too <laughs> How do you know all this? Yeah. Dude, because <laughs> what guy has a skinny 10-inch... No one. Right. Like, that doesn't beefy. make... Right. Right. It's beefy. Yeah. Obviously, and so porn, too. As far as prepping, um, I mean, as far as, like, bad sex goes with a big dick like that, mm. I mean, a gallon of lube. Um, Ugh. Just oh, taking God. it slow for the first position, and then it, it gets easier. Mm -hmm. But then, um, as far as anal goes, there's, like, a whole process. Like, you have to do enemas and right. eat for quite a while. You can't and eat. You have to drink milkshakes. different butt plugs. <laughs> it, it's a whole process. Jesus. So. <laughs> now, now, I saw on your Twitter very recently, I think a couple of days ago, you were you tweeted that who's going to be the next guy to, to bang my ass, and you had like a, uh, a purple dildo, I think, or a purple butt plug, I should say, uh, in, your, in, your, in your ass. So, is that uh -huh. something that you're into now? Is the anal thing? Are you going to pursue that further? Is that... One of your passions now? Yeah, um, I I really love anal now. Um, after I've done it for quite a while, okay. I, I got used to it, and I now know like to completely relax, and I can actually enjoy it and have right. orgasms. And I I actually really like um, pussy to ass, like back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, I know oh, wow. I like okay. clean properly, so I never get like infections or anything like that. I always clean right after. But right. That that feels the best because you can have like really intense orgasms well, that's good to know that's good to know for our listeners but they have to be clean I'm actually doing porn that's the best way to do it because you know the people are clean and you don't have anything to worry exactly. about right and if you're at like a right. college bar oh god you want to have the uh you know that the anal thing going on that's, that's a dangerous combination but uh on the porn set I'm... god only knows what's on that dick oh god yeah jesus christ Yikes. like i know i'm like yeah i don't know what's on that dick yeah what's wrong you don't want to pick a girl up from the bar and have her shit all over you <laughs> so disgusting me no Fred, uh oh my god i'm stuttering now she just nervous. had nachos what do you <laughs> Bar oh nachos, woo! Yeah, bar nachos. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I, hot wings. <laughs> bar nachos, hot wings, making out with a girl. And you get like the jalapeno spice in your mouth because you're making out with a girl. You just get fucking uh, nachos. Dude, did you hear about that? There was, there was this thing where this girl blew a guy after like, or no, he did anal on her or something after and she got, ate like jalapeno on his in dick. his dick. Yeah, in his dick. He got jalapeno in his dick after you did a girl anally. <laughs> after you met her at a bar. Oh my 
God. Because the jalapeno obviously has so seeds. Bad. Right. Seed. It had a seed. It was a seed. So the That's seed got in, in his fucking uh, his hole. In the hole. Oh, oh, God. God. I can't even talk about it. It is that cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Did he, I wonder if he was, like, able to piss it out. No, no it was like, it was like, I forget what it was, but it, he went to the doctor because it got, like, all inflamed and he thought he had an STD. So they, like, tested oh him God. and they found the seed. And they were like, <laughs> no, this is what happened. How embarrassing is that? Right? <laughs> it's like finding a race car up your <laughs> ass or something. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, He's like scarred for life. He's like no anal. Right. No. Right. Do you ever do that again? Get it away from me. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Um, that's probably the worst anal story I've ever heard. Uh, besides like the poop factor. But, you know, forget about that. Um, <laughs> um, now, a lot of um, adult adult actresses don't look 100% comfortable in uh, lesbian scenes, but you are 100% bisexual. Is that correct? You've been bisexual since you were in college. Is that right? That's correct. I actually, I would say it's before college. because the first time I ever um, really, like, started messing around with girls. I was probably about, like, 14 or 15. It's hot. Um, I would, like, have, you know, we had sleepovers and stuff like that, so in high school but sleepovers with friends and like we would like practice like oh hey like let's finger one another like let's see what we like (laughs) (laughs) but obviously then it would turn into more but um yeah i'm 100 percent bisexual i really i love the the fact that each thing is so different you know women are are very soft and we know what we like you know what I mean? A woman right. knows what she likes as far as pussy eating. And then guys, it's like you guys are a little more like rough and obviously you have a penis. It feels right. great. We're boneheads. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's just so different. Like there's a masculine side and then there's the total feminine side. And it, it's really cool. I mean, my favorite thing is obviously have a threesome with both. But right. So you get me. the best of both worlds at that point. So. Yep. <laughs> yes. Now, do you, do you enjoy, what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy going down on a woman or giving a blowjob to a male? Oh, man. <laughs> That's a tough one. I love both so much. I really do. I can't answer that because I love both. <laughs> well, like, okay, so 50-50. So basically you love I, them both. Yeah, I love, I love giving. Like, right. And I just love doing both. <laughs> right, right. So I, I get it. So like, no problem there. Um, now, as far as lesbian sex is concerned, before we get off the subject, I have to ask you this. Um, have during lesbian sex, have you ever done the move? I think I think I think I've seen you seen. I see you said, "Oh my god, I'm stuttering." I've seen you do a scene doing the scene, but do you enjoy the move, the scissor? The scissoring. Um, it depends. Uh, you know, when I'm working with a girl, or even in real life, if I'm with a girl and she's like very petite and bony um okay that doesn't feel good because it mainly it it basically feels like you're grinding up against like uh, a metal rod oh that's cool yeah so it doesn't feel good but um when it's like you know girl my size or maybe a little bigger um as long as like she knows how to work her body because you both have to be like and aligned same, perfectly like, as one another yes yeah. and like as long as she knows how to like work her body and like you know i'm doing that like it can definitely feel good because we're like rubbing our right. splits up against one another and i mean that's how i realized i even like at i was like i didn't even know like what a quit was and how to have an orgasm like 
I used to like hump pillows like when I was, <laughs> when I was younger. Oh my god, like, oh, yeah. it feels so good. It must be tougher for a girl because I used to hump pillows too, but I used to like cut a hole in the bottom of the pillow because I could oh, stick my, my dick in it. But as a girl, that's kind of rough. You to also do. used to hump fucking fur coats too. <laughs> well, fur coats, yeah, because you just on fur coats. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, my my bedroom was not fun uh, when I was teenager. Uh, I mean, like, I, probably smelled so did bad. Have you ever watched the show on Netflix, Big Mouth? Yes, yes! we love that show. Oh I love God, that show. The one kid fucks his bed and his pillow. Yes, yes. <laughs> he has like an affair with his pillow. She talks to him. Yeah. <laughs> I totally related to that show. I I, I love that, that show. Oh my God, that show's yeah. so great. Yeah, it's show's hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> Come out with a couple more seasons too. Yeah, which is, which is great. Which is great, and it's yeah, so accurate it's too. Like, real. it yes. really is like what kids go through yes. at that time in their life. Yes, definitely brought me back. Now, um, <laughs> now, Kenzie, um, this is exciting. Your, your cast has the lead role in the coming soon, and I don't know if it's released yet. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. Because I tried to look it up earlier, but the new Captain Marvel Triple X movie as Carol Danvers, correct? Uh huh. Nice. That's awesome. Now. What I found very interesting about this is you beat over 120 girls that auditioned for this role. Is that right? Yeah, it, I believe the number was, uh, I think it was over actually 150, but I can't wow. remember exactly. I would have to, That's have impressive. to ask, uh, ask Axel or go back on the press release. But yeah, it was. It was very shocking. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that they yeah. picked you. That's a lot of people to be picked out of. I've never been picked out of 150 people. I mean, maybe at two or three people, but 150 is a fucking lot. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, that's crazy. And like now that I compare the like compare the pictures, you actually do look kind of like yeah. Captain Marvel. So it kind of makes sense that they did cast you. Uh, plus, you're fucking hot as hell. I can only imagine you on those fucking tights. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but um, but one of the other interesting things I read about this movie is that it was first the role was first offered to Ronda Rousey. Is that correct? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yes, it was a couple so, years ago. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. I was just about to say. Um, so Captain Marvel for Black. Um, I you know, and then it's actually coming out next month. Okay. Um. We have one more day of shooting left this month, and everything else is, like, being edited and stuff now. So by the time we shoot the last scene, it'll be put together, and it'll be done and ready for everyone to view next awesome. month. So um, the reason that I got casted, other, you know, obviously then I was what Axel was looking for, and he liked my video audition and mm -hmm. whatever um, else he was thinking, but... I look like the, the comic book character. I'm yes. blonde, I have blue eyes, and I obviously have big tits. Right. That is exactly what <laughs> Carol Danvers looks like in the comic book. Uh-huh. So anytime Axel Braun does a parody, he matches everything to comic books to a T. Like, literally everything. Right down to, I mean, the gloves that I'm wearing or how I'm wearing my hair. I had to um, bleach my hair for this movie. I'm already blonde, but I had to go white blonde. I had to sit in the chair at the hair salon for six hours doing my to get it like this. So, I mean, that's just how intense that it goes when you go into a role for a movie like this for him. God, yeah, no, I know he's very, uh, you know, I've seen a, a bunch of his other movies, and I know he's very uh, focused on what he's doing, which, in, in, as far as details are concerned and everything, so... Uh, so that's exciting. So next month it comes out? 
next month. Yeah. That's awesome. That's why everyone was actually um, mad, though, regarding the mainstream movie, is Brie Larson did not look anything like the comic book character Captain Marvel, and she didn't act like her at all. Actually, in the comic book, she's very uh, sarcastic and witty, and she's, like, strong as fuck, but right. she is very sexual as well. Like, she just has this really, like, sex appeal that all of the other people just ooze over. And in the mainstream movie, she did not do any of that. She was very monotone the whole time, no emotion really. Right. Some smart comments here and there, but that was it. And then she didn't look anything like the comic book characters. That's why a lot of people were. And I heard those unhappy. complaints <laughs> about right. And I, I heard those complaints about the uh, the character. I, I never read the comic books. So I have to you know tell you, but uh, but I did hear. I read the complaints about the movie, and I just didn't relate to the actual comic book character. So. Uh, that's awesome that Axel Braun is trying to like get more to the comic book, which comic book fans are going to be uh, very excited about. So that's that's all that's awesome. Yeah, Axel Braun is. Uh, I mean, he has won over a hundred awards, I'm sure. But yes, at least. He is known for his comic book parodies. It, that's pretty much. I mean, he's done a last year. He did a big feature, but for the most part, like he's always done um, comic book parodies and. That's who he caters to. He loves the people that, you know, are comic book fans and have been following his movies for a long time and have read the comics. And right. They're actually interested in it. And also, obviously, new people that might not know that much, but getting them intrigued about it and to follow along. Right. So it's really, really, really awesome. I, I can't even tell you, like, how amazing this entire journey has been and <laughs> everyone is going to die when they choose this movie because it is so funny there's that, that's awesome. some parts that are dramatic but i'm already a sarcastic asshole so i pretty <laughs> much got to play like myself <laughs> it's perfect so it was really fun <laughs> perfect it sounds like a passion project and we're very excited to see it but um Kenzie, it's been a pleasure having you here on the show. I just want to promote a couple things for you before we get on the phone with you now. Your Twitter, which you've had on the whole time, is at the Ken the Kenzie Taylor. Um, and then uh, your your um oh my god, your your uh, your Instagram is Instagram.com slash the Kenzie Taylor. Um, you're also at sexkenzietaylor.com, spoilkenzie.com, um, adkenzie.com, snapchat.com slash ad slash Kenzie Taylor XXX. And your camsoda.com is the Kenzie Taylor. Is there anything else that you'd like to Correct. promote coming up, Kenzie? What was that? Is there anything else you'd like to promote that you have coming up besides the uh, Marvel movie? Um, you know, I would just say that Captain Marvel, I mean, that's the biggest thing I've ever done in my entire career. So right. I'm just constantly going to plug that in. But, I mean, obviously there are tons of other scenes that aren't released yet that are awesome. And, you know, I'm filming quite a bit every month so mm -hmm. there's just always something uh that my fans can enjoy or new fans can enjoy and i will be at exotica in new jersey yeah we'll be there we'll too. See you there. October. <laughs> we will come say hi we'll come say hi we will be there yeah i would love that i'm gonna be at the the main booth there the bad dragon booth so i would love to see you guys meet uh, you awesome awesome yeah we'll be there with uh demon seed radio so we'll see you there so um so awesome, Kenzie. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure, and we're big fans of yours. We're going to continue to promote you, and uh, hopefully we do uh, see you at Exotica in New Jersey. Thank you guys so much for having me. I hope you have a good rest of your night. All right, you too, Kenzie. Thank you. Mendez out. Dude, All right. there's like a huge miscommunication somewhere.
Why? Because Lainey had Dante down at 10.45. Meanwhile, we told her 10.15. Okay. So there's, that's what's going on. That's why there's like all these fucking texts and calls and shit. So we're calling him right now. I'm calling him right now. All right. Jesus Christ. I, I emailed her back, but it's like, I don't know what happened. All right, well, we tried. Uh, whatever. I, know. I thought we were doing the right thing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Hello? 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 I think we have a bad connection. Yeah, sounds that way. Maybe we should try calling again? Sure, why not? <laughs> I'll just do this all night. <laughs> just place phone calls? I don't just know. Just place phone calls all night. <sighs> you know, it's cool. Whatever. It's like, you know, a thing. It's that's what our part of our show is. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing like a simple podcast? No. <laughs> never. <laughs> Nothing can be simple with us. No, never. No. And now he's like an answer. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice. I don't know what to do. I don't know point. what to do either. Like, I, I, you know what? I'm going to text him and just be like, hey. Right, right, like, right. Sorry. There was like, a miss we thought you were at Wait, 10, when 15. Was it the point that, that it was supposed to be. When was the point that was, I don't understand. Like, I'm kind of confused about the whole thing. Because when was the point that we were supposed to, where was the initial email about 10.15? There was an initial email about 10.15, and it was confirmed. Now, but then, apparently, something got mis miscommunicated, and he thought he was at 10.45. All right. So, at this point, I mean, <laughs> it's total clusterfuck. <clears throat> I just texted those, him. It's just been one of those days. No, <clears throat> seriously. It's been, like, ridiculous. <laughs> like, this whole thing. And then, like, you know, we're getting, like, like, you know, his publicist is calling us in the middle of the phone call. And I'm like, oh, I can't answer the phone. Sorry. I'm, like, emailing. And I don't know what happened. It's, like, crazy. I don't know what happened either. But at this point, you know, let's just go to uh, intermission. <sighs> or you do not want to go to What if he calls, though, in the middle of an intermission? Then we'll just have to pick up the phone. We can just blabber on. I mean, we could just like intermission's only a couple minutes. If he calls, you can pick up the phone, and talk to him, and actually be like, "We're gonna go live on air right now." Typical. It's one of those fucking days. I'm telling you. <laughs> so what are you doing? Are you? Because I'm like still talking. I'm still talking. Just talk. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't even know what to do. Okay. Because now we're getting, like, kind of... <laughs> Lashed at? A little bit. All right. <clears throat> let's uh, let's put it on something that we're not, like... Like, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of, like, out there right now. <clears throat> Issues. What are you, how are you talking? What, uh, what, uh... Email. Oh, email okay. all right um i guess we'll just go to intermission and then whatever like it is what it is we'll just go with the flow so mendez out we'll be right back
Guys, it doesn't get any better than this. Opalum was wrong, because when a crate of lobsters fell from the sky, it got somewhat better. And when the Swedish bikini team dropped by, it got a little better. And when an old Milwaukee truck showed up, it most certainly got better. Old Milwaukee and Old Milwaukee Light. It just doesn't get any better than this. Yes, we are back, folks. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is a disaster. <laughs> I guess I'm trying to call the wrong person the whole time. Yeah, because your handwriting great. sucks, dude. <laughs> this poor person's probably like, what the fuck? Here, we're calling him now. Oh, my God. Just apologize. Just... Of course I'm going to apologize. It's our fucking fault. <laughs> your handwriting sucks. Well, that's no excuse. It Next is time an I'm excuse. Have to print out numbers and shit. Hello? What's up? Dude, hey, I'm so dude, sorry. Dude, we are so sorry. Listen, we we uh we had the uh, no problem. Yeah, we, dude, we first of all we had the wrong time. We had the wrong time. It was miscommunicated yeah. somewhere. And then we had the wrong phone number. We had the wrong fucking phone number. So I, I apologize. It's fine, Don't worry about it. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my man. god, I feel we, really bad. Like, like honestly, we've been doing this show for a long time. We've never had like a mix up like that, so I, I apologize, man. Especially for somebody happens, like you. Huh? <laughs> Like uh, so. and we made you eat <laughs> and all this shit. Yeah. So, but but uh, we're, we're very excited to have you back on the show, Dante. Yeah, you've definitely. You, Man, thank you. Yeah, we you enlightened us last time you were on the show. Um, now you're you're a relationship guru uh, as well as a comedian and actor, and uh, you give probably the best fucking you know relationship advice that I've ever heard. You know, even like backlogging. Thanks, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. Even backlogging some of your YouTube episodes on uh, on your old shows and stuff like that. Now it's it's very interesting. So. Um, and last time you, you enlightened our, our relationship, which is, uh, which is pretty awesome. So, right. um, so like, uh, Dante, like, one of the questions I have for you, because I, I had somebody that I actually, that I actually know through another person that they got divorced over a, a porn addiction. He actually got so into porn that he was like, uh, he was actually looking at porn on his child's tablets and stuff like that, like crazy stuff. So what are your thoughts on, on wow. porn addiction? So here's the, here's the thing is I got a, a situation where I um, kind of ejected from porn altogether when I because what I found for the most part that it it has a, it desensitizes you right um, like 
not just not just. I mean, so there's a there's a big thing. I read the same thing uh, a couple of weeks ago about how you have all these young uh, dudes in their 20s and stuff, and they and they have erectile dysfunction because of the fact that they're they're watching so much porn and they're jerking or you know they're masturbating so much that they're that they're they've desensitized themselves physically. But what I think wow. the other part of the other part is, and, and it's like this is a big thing now, where it's just you know because if you think about porn as a as a medium, there's you know you're talking about multiple cameras, shots, and different things, and then the edit thing together is almost it's kind of like a, a a slideshow, and so real sex doesn't it doesn't work that way you mm-hmm. know you don't right you don't get a you don't get a under the ball shot you don't get a squirt <laughs> right. shot you know so so what happens you find that a lot of a lot of young dudes did not only because of the masturbation so much but it's because of it emotionally and 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 i guess uh the imagery is so vivid that your body can't always tell the difference between porn and and the real thing, and then you become used to this thing where you have, you know, you, you have these multiple shots and multiple angles, and it's, it's right. like an overstimulation. The other thing is that you don't really, you know, sex with a woman, a real woman is not like that. It's, it's just not like that. And there's a, there's a, even though it's a, a hyper uh, stimulus with DuPont, um, there is a, there's an intimacy that's important between men and women. And you don't get that with, with, with porn. Right. And, uh, and especially when you get young guys and they're watching porn and they're using porn as the guide. So, okay. So this is how sex is. And it's, it's really not like I've had a bunch of different porn stars on my, on my show, mm-hmm. on school two and two, which is um, you know, available on iTunes, uh, <laughs> but uh, also nice. Dante But yes. the, the, um, the, but this desensitizes them in a way, in, in an emotional way, that uh, then they can't really perform with a woman, with a real woman. And um, and there's so much, uh, you know, it's it's like, you know, when you when you really take a look at it, you know, women are just to absorb all of the the, the elements that turn you on is the way she smells and the way right. she tastes. And the way her body feels in her hands on you and your hands on her and just the fact that you're you're connecting in an emotional way. And so, I, I mean, I think that's important. Even if we're not talking about two people, you know, who are in love, there should be a, there should be this, this is, you know, sex is an intimate, it's an intimate thing. And I think right. porn removed that. So I have ejected from porn. And just did, and I just found that. I mean, I'm much older, you know. I'm not 20 years old no more, but I mean, I, I find that it, it it definitely puts the wolf back in me as well. Mm. Like, you know, I just to be with a woman, with you know, when you would have, when you're not watching porn, you would have right. a woman, and you have this, and you're not watching porn. There's an aggressiveness. There's a there's you're just more turned on. You're more sensitive. You're more aware. And, uh, and it's just really where the porn kind of throws, you know, especially a young dude who doesn't have a lot of experience in the first place. Right. It throws him off, and then, and then he can't perform in a real situation. No, and, and then it's accurate. Very they're accurate. masturbating so much that they're actually, 
they end up with this erectile dysfunction as well, you know? So on it, a physical level, so yeah, it works against them on both ends. And it's, it's a hundred percent accurate. Like I, like all you, when you're watching as a young guy, you almost look up at porn as an extreme sport. So like, it's very awesome yeah. and you want to get into it. And then when you actually get with a woman, yeah. it does, like you said, it's not, it doesn't fill up to the expectation. So yeah. And you, yeah. it does add into the erectile dysfunction because right. Because you get, you jerk off so much to the porn that doesn't fulfill right. what you're looking at. So yeah. Is that true? Yeah, and then the, other, the other thing is you're, you're also talking about you get guys who will do they'll be on a computer and they'll open multiple screens and they're yes. clicking and each is you know you're talking about two to three minute clips and you're moving forward and it's, it's just it's like you're you're bombarding your overstimulation your, 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 yes yeah exactly mm -hmm. just and so when it comes to real situation you, you your body doesn't respond to that you know Wow. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I mean, especially it's that, that doesn't sound good for the next generation coming up because all it is now is like the yeah. porn and, and everything. That's Access, so to everything. Access to everything. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's actually become, it's actually, that's becoming like an epidemic erectile dysfunction with little 20 year olds, you know? Wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really something that I'll counsel dudes. You know, when I counsel dudes, a lot of times they'll be, you know, like the first thing I tell them to do is leave a porn alone, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they get just, but it's so accessible. I mean, you see literally kids are walking around with porn in their phone. Right. Yeah. It's like it, 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 it's a Google away. So. Yeah, no, exactly. You know. I remember, I remember when I was young, I had to like jump in the dumpster to get like a video oh my cassette God. or like a ripped up magazine or something like that. <laughs> or like <laughs> when the internet first happened and like your mom would pick up the phone in the middle of it and yeah, you're downloading and like the, the phone half a nipple <laughs> and it would take four, four hours yeah, to download a nipple. I remember having a, I remember I used to hang out in my, and uh, I had a cousin out in the East Orange, New Jersey mm. and we found this book and we walked out in the woods nice. and we hid it in, a, in an old rocket <laughs> tree. And, <laughs> I remember we used to sneak out and go look at it, but you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't all, don't, you know, we weren't masturbating together, so you had to store it in your brain, in your memory, awesome. and then come back and then yes. <laughs> the book it and the later, you know. It, yeah. It's funny that you said that because the first two video cassettes of porn that I stole, which are like very old school movies, I'm talking like back in the early 80s, and like those right. scenes are still ingrained in my head. So if I have to jerk off without looking at porn, those are the scenes that I go right. back to or the scenes that I originally watched. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, like you're magical because how did you know? <laughs> right, right. So, but, she, but what she doesn't understand is that she's telling you. She's, she's telling you right. what she wants. I mean, and, you know, you never, I've never, uh, I've never had a, and with a woman who didn't communicate what she wanted, even when she didn't particularly know what she wanted, um, her body does. But, but Dante, you know, I mean, I, for like most guys are boneheaded, right? And they can't really like read what a woman's saying. So like, um, and I, I think that maybe a woman would be embarrassed to ask a guy to do certain things like sure, a certain way. Sure. So like, Cassie, sure. is that the case? Like, you know, like if I'm like going down, are you embarrassed to ask me to go a certain way? Or I'm not embarrassed, but it's kind of like takes you out of the moment if you have you to explain. But if I'm doing it wrong, right, you don't right. feel it. <clears throat> right. If I got to tell you how to do it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Right. So exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean. But, but I mean, I think communication is important to a certain extent because you want to know where people are at. But, you know, I mean, you know, I think when you first are together, you know, you're both trying to figure each, each other out. So you mm -hmm. have to pay attention. So there's, you know, there's sometimes there's some verbal, you know, somebody's going to come out, but you have, 
is you have to keep a dossier of you have to keep a dossier of what this woman likes. You shouldn't you shouldn't be doing the wrong things over right. and over, over and over again. Right. And yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, because you should get it. You you will get a cue. You'll get a cue to what works and what doesn't work. Now, if you're if she has if you're doing something that she doesn't like and she has to speak up, she, she has to speak up and say, "Look, I don't like that." Mm-hmm. You you're taking like what's what she was saying is that it takes you out of it. Mm-hmm. So if it takes her out of it, now you have to. So, for instance, let's 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 say that different things that you do. You rate on a scale of one to ten, right? Mm-hmm. So you find out that she loves uh, direct pressure on the clit while you're going down. Right. She loves uh, maybe I don't know doggy style, or maybe she loves missionary style, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what happens over and over again is you, you. So you when you first meet a woman and you're, you know, you, you you're being intimate, you you you're paying attention to what works. Mm-hmm. Which ones are the, the so maybe you do you 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 know whatever is in your repertoire you try seven things <laughs> and out of those seven things Move. three of them two of them are a nine two of them are an eight and a half and the others are six and some seven right right right, right. so then <laughs> the next time you make love you try some different uh, different pressure or different things like that and then you get you know you get an eight maybe you get another nine now if you do something, if you try something that's awkward or it's not comfortable for him, she has to actually speak up, right? Mm-hmm. Then that takes her out of it, but then you go right back. You learn it and put it in the, the notebook. Right. But, you go, <laughs> but you go back, to, but you also go back to the nines so that her overall intensity stays at around a seven or eight. So you go to the nine and you bring her back in. Then if you, if you try something else and you lose... You know, you lose ground, and you know. So, but but the more you're making love to it, the, the more times you make love to it, the more times you have a, a wider repertoire. And then, then what you do is you eliminate the sixes and sevens, and you just deal in nine, ten, eight, nine. There you go. Makes it pretty. You know, I mean. Right. So you work towards like the perfect, uh, you know, love making. Right. 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 Yeah. You're constantly working towards it, and you're, you're trying different things. And sometimes you try things that you you don't. You know that, that don't work, but you, but if you have the repertoire and you know what does work, you can always bring her back into the, you know, back into the fold where she's where it's it, you, you can increase the intensity. But you got to pay attention to do that. Right. No. Absolutely. And one of the things that I say on my show all the time is you got to be ready for the Super Bowl. I mean, so I'm big, <laughs> I've always been a big a big uh, a big Giants fan, and, and the last time the Giants won the Super Bowl, yes, uh, was when I, I forget who caught the I forget the I forget his name and what guy that caught the caught the pass on his helmet. Oh, and that was uh, <sighs> who was it? Um, oh my God, Tyree, Dave Tyree. It was Tyree, Dave Tyree. No, was Tyree. Yeah, So, so a guy who catches that football on his helmet and then puts his feet in and then falls out is a guy. Who's done that a thousand times in practice? Right. Yes. And that's correct. So, <laughs> so what's interesting is that you know I always say relationship and sex is two things that men are supposed to be good at, even though they don't have any practice. But you can't. You, the only way you can, the only way you can get good at it is by practicing. So you have to. You have to. If you want to learn how to fuck, you got to fuck people. 
<laughs> you know, if you want to learn how to go down on the ground, you got to go. You got to go. Nope. Nobody could expect anybody to be good at something without practice. practice right. Relationships right. and sex are the only thing that you're just supposed to go. And honest, to be honest, you're just not going to be. So when you're talking about this high, you know, with all the stuff we were talking about is higher level stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing that higher level stuff, the only way you get good at it is by practicing. You have to, you have to be present and have to. If the other reason why you got to be present is because you got to pay attention and make adjustments so that what's not working, you're able to make it work. You know. Yes. Yes. Now that's it. Now, once again, Dante, you've, uh, you've turned our shit upside down. Like we, we had a certain direction we wanted to go. And like, I didn't ask you, I asked you maybe one question I wanted to ask you, but you've taken the interview as, as I would expect you to do. And like, it made it into just an awesome thing. And it actually helped me and my, my me and my wife actually, I, I obviously, you know, me do the show. And a lot of the questions were yeah. internal questions about me and her. And you've actually answered a lot of right. things for us. <laughs> well, no, not the questions well, I wrote. Well, those aren't about us. About no. That. But I'm even asking you those questions. Guys, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Dante. You know what's <laughs> what's interesting when you guys have been together so long that you do you do know each other. It's just it's just never to get into the point where you neglect those things. You know. Right. Um. You know, a lot of times I'll hear guys and they'll be like, "Oh, how do I get into?" Um. You know, they'll go. I, you know, I was married and my girl, my my wife. Well, we you know, on the way home from 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 the party. She doesn't do that, but. You know, you have to understand that women are reactional. Women are like a crock. You know, they, they're like a crock pot. You got to put the ingredients in. You got to simmer it. <laughs> you know, we're more like microwaves. And so right. the reason why she's not blowing you on the way home is because you're not doing the things that made her want blow to you. do that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, for that. I mean, so it, it is. <laughs> it is us to, to kind of, you know, it, it makes you, and that may not be. That might be while she's cooking, then you know, smack her on the butt, like, mm, or tell her how attractive she is, or doing those little things that you know that the things because we 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 know how to get there because we got there. I mean, that's how you got her. The difference is that everything that you do, everything a man does to get a woman is the same thing it takes to keep her. The difference with a woman is that everything that took you to get the man is not what keeps her. You gotta you gotta do the work afterwards because because if you wanna you wanna get a man all you gotta do is show up with your vagina. <laughs> it's true. Yes, <laughs> it is true. You gotta you gotta you have that's when you have to build the woman has to build her dossier for him. What's the thing that turns him? Is it the high heels? Is it the fact that you're walking around naked? Is it the, you know whatever it is? It, but you gotta pay attention too because if you want that to last and you want the intensity to stay there, you gotta work at it. So. Right, right. So they're yeah. they're like the pre the pre work and and the men are the after work. We gotta keep it going. And oh yeah, yeah. Mo- most men just drop the ball on that shit. Most men do. I yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I always I always say guys will guys will get a puppy. And then make a commitment to take care of some dog and clean up ships for 16 years, and they'll be in a relationship, and they won't make a commitment to do anything. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so true. <laughs> it's awesome. And they love their dog. You know? <laughs> yeah. Even when even when the, even when the dog is getting ready to go and he's getting and you're carrying him up the stairs and stuff, we do it. No, but, it's, but, it's know, so true. It just seems interesting that we don't make that kind of emotional commitment to people that we care about, you know? 
is it maybe the part of it's the defense mechanism i would assume um you don't want to get too you don't open yourself up too much uh because of the what well, the person i think we get lazy i mean you know i think we just get lazy mm-hmm. you know and we're not paying attention you know and we get selfish and it's you know right. selfishness is never is never really never attra- attractive selfishness is never really attractive no no you know Although I will say there's there's a level of selfishness that is necessary for great sex. So if you're going down anyways, she wants you to please her. Right. So she's got to let you do that. And to the same time, and vice versa, if she's going down on you, you, there's a selfishness in that Mm. that you want her to have at that sense. But, you know, it changes. It Mm. fluctuates between selfishness and and aggressiveness and, and acceptance and all those things. Pay attention. You you can see it. The problem is that I think, I don't really think that people are not smart enough. I just think they just don't do it. They just won't do it. You know? Right, right. And I I, I totally... Just saying, like you know, a lot of a lot of guys, especially guys that grew up in my generation, which is the eighties and nineties, were like grew up in like you know the frat house type of bonehead attitude, where you know if you get married to a girl, she's obligated to blow you and she's obligated to do these things. And guys have that ingrained in their heads. And a lot of you know guys in my generation have that ingrained in their heads. Like why doesn't my wife blow me? And then you're enlightening me to all this stuff, and I'm I'm one of those retards. And like, <laughs> and, and you're like you're you're you know no, shining light on I that. Guys. I have counseled one of my one of my best friends, polyamorous, and he's, you know, he has about three or three or four or five partners. But then he, you know, and I help, I counsel him to get to the point because this is this was this is what he wanted to do. What's funny is now he has these four partners, and when they want to fuck, he has to go fuck them. Like even if he doesn't want to, like this is you you broke it, you bought it. You don't get to. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just it's just like the dog scenario. It's like if you got a dog and and you don't want these and shit in your house, right? <laughs> you know you don't you don't get to not be that. Like if you take that responsibility, then it's funny because a couple of times he was like, "Jesus, I'm tired. I gotta go out to Connecticut." So I go, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I told you." Like when you, this, I said, when you didn't think you would ever have this as a problem, right? It was right. great, but now you have this, and it was so all great. But then you come, you know, heavy is the head that holds the crown. You have now. This is your responsibility, because if you don't maintain the responsibility, it will all fall apart. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you could make a decision that maybe, oh, wow, I didn't know that it entailed this, and I changed my mind. You could do that too. Mm. But if you do that. And I mean, then you're learning things about yourself, and so you don't want to be to the point where you're so egotistical that you're 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 fighting for things that you don't even want. You don't even want it on a personal level, right? You know? Right. No, absolutely, so, absolutely. So. Um, Dante, I don't want to take up much more of your time. It's been a pleasure having you back here on the show, man. You, like Always I said a before, pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you guys. Right? Yeah, no problem, Dante. Thank you so much, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you, buddy. All right, brother. Have a good one. All right, you too, man. Mendez out. All right, folks. That was Dante. What oh my god! That was what a fucking disaster, dude. I told, like what I told you, on? didn't I say all week some weird shit was going to happen? Yeah. Now it's not because of us. No, now, it's like some weird Jupiter type of shit is going Mercury retrograde. I don't know what what's going on. I don't know, but it was not good. No, but we're gonna have this is gonna be like a clip show. I think I'm gonna be like <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking like clipping shit together, 
Right. Like no, but first of all, I want to say that Dante is always was amazing. Every day, he's one of those guys. Now, the first time I experienced one of these interviews is when we had Jackie Martling on the show. Oh yeah, and he and just talked over us. He the has whole talked time? over us the whole time, but no, but it's not in a bad way. Like it's not like uh, like I was insulted by it. But Jackie Martling just talked. Talked. To, yeah. It's Jackie Martling. What am I going right, to do? Jackie, right. Right. It's a fucking icon. Right. And Dante, like he's. I think he's a medium or something like that because he can like, you know, he's a stand-up comedian. He's even saying he reads the room. He's like almost reading the room. So he knew, like, I think, like, the first time I didn't get his guilt because maybe he's in the room or something like that. But, like, I asked him one question. Yeah. And that was about porn addiction. Yeah, and he went this whole thing. Now, now listen, I have porn shows on my show every week, but I'm not addicted to porn anyway. I would say I was more addicted to porn when I was younger. Right. Now, I barely ever. Only time I watch porn now is research. Right. Like, strenuous but like he read the room and like what are you saying <laughs> strenuous no it seriously is research. no it's really is. I, I never like it's so hard for me to even have time for it anymore right so, like uh but the way he was like, answering questions and talking about things it related to to me so much and like it, now i i'm like i i'm like i like i'm, I'm really sad about you <laughs> what i've been doing all these years <laughs> i don't like this frat boy mentality and stuff like i don't know like i don't know he he's a fucking he's definitely a guru yeah but then you gotta type. hold on to that yeah. Like, you don't just, like, yeah, listen to this I interview, do? and then it's like, all right, whatever. No, back no, Back to old no. Finley. Right, no, they're back to old Finley. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of the shit he was saying is, like, so true. Um, And, you know, like, uh, as far as, like, all that shit goes and, like, reading a woman and stuff like that and, like, uh, you expect things. I think you read me pretty well, though. Honestly. I do. I think no, you no. do. I do. Like, uh, the last time we had sex, for example, like, I can tell when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, right away. And the, right. what happens though is that when I can tell it you takes you out of it, it takes me out of it. Right. Then I'm like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Right. <laughs> is it I'm pushing on her leg? Is it she doesn't like it anymore? Is it is it this or that? Right. And then I'm thinking of all these different things except for what's going on. Right. So it takes me out of it, and then I'm out. Right. And then it's like to get back into it, it takes a lot. Oh my god, we're like airing this. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> this point, it gives no shit. one's <laughs> watching. Oh wait, three people are. Oh, so it's like it's like what the fuck? No, but I mean, when you have a relationship guru on, you're gonna talk about your relationship. I mean, it's gonna happen. Maybe because I drank uh, forty and a couple of uh, natty bows. I just wish that like it didn't get fucked up in the middle of it. Listen, is everything okay? I'm like oh, okay. As no, no, no. Is everything okay? Like on our emails? Oh no, we got one kind of. Uh, Kind of like a choppy, like a, a kind of a slap to the face email. Nothing like after I emailed, like saying he's on. Yeah. Like uh... not a punch to the face email, but a slap to the face. Oh email. god. But like honestly, like I knew this was gonna happen all week. I knew there was something that was gonna get messed up, and uh, and this was the worst one to get messed up because of who it is. <laughs> right. Is it really bad? No. It's just kind of like, um, if I, <laughs> bless you, <laughs> Kentucky Klondike Bar, I'm having, ah! a... Drink! I'm having allergic reactions to like the mic or something. It's kind of like, um, if I spilt, um, ketchup in the kitchen and didn't clean it up and the next morning you came in the bedroom and <sighs> yelled at me, that's kind of like what it is. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. So anyway, let's move what on because we can't be on all night here. So we're going to just do a couple funny videos and we're just going to finish up here. So, yeah. um, so we have a couple of funny videos or viral videos that we've, uh, seen during the week that we thought would be, uh, very funny. Oh, we, oh that is very funny. But we want to bring them to your attention. Now this first one, uh, this woman is, um, she's doing a show with like hula hoops and setting them on fire and like sewing around her neck and stuff. Okay. And at the end, she can't really 
put the fire out and she's like but she has a fire extinguisher that she's going to use to put the fire out but a guy in a wheelchair or an electric mobile scooter takes advantage of the moment and tries to be the hero so let's see what happens here on uh burnt on the fourth of july all right so you see this woman performing with the hula hoop with fire yes very impressive nice trick there with the hoop and the little sticks nice so she's having trouble here you can tell she's having trouble right here she can't figure, figure out what's going on nice outfit by the way and um she's announcing that she can't put the fire out it's got a mobile scooter just comes in and crashes into the fire <laughs> Just crashes into the fire and put it out. She's like, it's fine, it's fine. Oh my god. That was so weird. Oh my god. I don't know. That was funny. It's like. Alright, so this next video, Cassie pointed out, and it's a bunch of dudes who are pranking each other. And, um,. I think I I, we, I watched the first time and think it was that funny, but I watched it again the second time and I thought it was pretty fucking funny. So let's uh, check out the uh, the bros pranking each other. Uh, so let's check this out. So, the, so I'm gonna. Try to so what did I, he, I, he took his pants down. <laughs> and his underwear at a restaurant. And his underwear. <laughs> and his underwear at a restaurant. And <laughs> <laughs> his penis. All right, pours uh, boiling water on his pants <laughs> while he's sleeping. Now, a lot of this. Now, this guy's sleeping at why a lot of this makes me think it's fake, because why are they sleeping all the time? <laughs> I don't know. But they're all cholos. Which I think is really funny. Yes, a bunch of cholos. Hot milk? water again. Is on it the hot face. water or Jesus. milk? Is it milk? Or hot water? No, that was hot water. <laughs> <laughs> they're like acne, like smacks him in the head with something. Now, guess what? These guys love hot water, dude. Oh, that's fireworks! Fireworks in a power! <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I will turn down the. I will turn down cement stairs. White spray, spray paint, paint on his face while he's sleeping. That, oh that's, my god! That's... <laughs> Terrible! Like Jesus! <laughs> the worst one was the wheelchair. The wheelchair is the worst. That wasn't a prank. He actually did that. It was like a jackass stunt. <laughs> oh my god! That was awesome. <laughs> um, so, so hilarious. Now, I don't know if they're from probably from a different country or something like that. I don't know, or just like guys from the ghetto. I don't. I don't know. They all look like cholos. They, they do. They do. Now, this next video. Now, Cassie, another one that Cassie pointed out to me is uh, awesome. A bunch of uh, a black gentleman or a couple of black gentlemen decided to shop and do a prank video of them, like, kind of, like, putting their arms in front of people, I'd just say, while they were shopping. I think it was one dude. I thought it was just one dude. It might have been one dude. I don't know. They all look like Martin Lawrence. No, he, they... like, hits them with the bread. Yeah, like, so somebody's shopping at a certain area in the grocery store, and they'll put their arms in front of them, and, like, it takes things out of their, front of their face. Yeah. Is that the best way to explain it? I don't know. I don't think I'm explaining kind it of. retardedly. But anyway, uh, but we check out videos. So there's, like, a big, tall, uh, black guy. Yeah. yeah. And there's an Indian man. <laughs> and he's like hitting him in the face with the bread. He's like pulling the bread from the top shelf. And then like kind of hitting it on the guy. <laughs> yes. So and he has blue pants on, which is fantastic. Smacks him in the face with the bread. <laughs> now you have a white this guy. is the best one. This is the best one. He like knocks his glasses off. <laughs> he gets detergent, hits him with it. <laughs> The fellow black gentleman, by the way. 
It's almost some detergent. He has no idea what's Why going on. Why is he a fishing rod? He's <laughs> <laughs> got with a pan. Indian fella and another old Indian fella <laughs> just like picked stuff out in front of him. That's awesome. And this guy gets Excuse mad. Me? What the hell you think you're doing? Feminine Wait, fat guy. You could ask me to move. <clears throat> Getting yarn. <laughs> yarn. I love this Boom TV that we find these videos I know. On. If you guys like want to find this video, it's on Boom TV. Right. On Facebook. Right. Hat tip. If you didn't watch the video, because, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, this probably won't even make it to the podcast anyway, so let's just, uh, we'll talk. No, this will make it to the podcast. Oh, will? Okay. Yeah, I'm right. This right. is on. This is fine. No, yeah. No, this, we're, yeah, we're fine now. Of course, during the interview, it cuts out. Now, this next one, I'm going to talk about it. I don't know how old this uh, this video is. Now, or this clip is, excuse me. But this guy, he was getting a haircut. Black gentleman, once again. Huge afro. In the middle of getting a haircut, he got arrested. And there's the funniest mugshot of all time. What's he this one called? Afro. It's like towards the bottom. It has to be towards the bottom. Um, oh, haircut, yo. Yeah, haircut, yo. Now, half fro, half like kind of bald head. Let's check this out. Haircut, yo. Newscasters' reactions are... I know, hilarious. All right, Wesh. Note to self, if you're going to commit a crime, <laughs> wait until your haircut is finished. A Connecticut man didn't heed that advice, and now his mugshot has captured the nation's attention. Take a look at this. <laughs> David Davis. And his name's David Davis. A haircut when he got into a scuffle with another Rest guy. Haircut. Now the charges are serious. Police say Davis cut the guy with the scissors. But this mugshot, well... Just priceless. That one of the best mugshots of all time. At? Half after. I know. Look at his face. He's like, yo, what are you looking at? Look at me. Yeah, we are. David Davis. Yeah, yeah, we are. Hope David Davis didn't serve hard time. David Davis. But uh, last video we're gonna show you here. Didn't now. he just beat somebody up? He can't get a hard time for beating somebody up. No, but he cut him with scissors. Oh, scissors. Um, last video. Uh, now, obviously not my favorite team, but the Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Gayfield. Uh, yeah, this is a thing now. I don't know why it is, but quarterbacks go yeah, to the baseball games and like chugging season. beers. There, there's like a contest. Beers. There's a contest. So uh, there was a whole. We did a clip video a couple weeks ago where a bunch of quarterbacks were chugging beers. Right. Um, and uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers like took his time, sipped beers. Baker Mayfield or Gayfield, as I call him, took it to the next level. Um, and he like actually did a, um, oh my a shotgun, God. shotgun, beer. but he bit the beer open with his he mouth, bit it with his mouth, which Cassie probably thinks is really hot. Yeah. <laughs> Manly man. But let's yes. check out Baker Gayfield, uh, shotgunning a beer. And finally tonight, Baker Mayfield at a Cleveland Indians game. He what is with that fucking, uh, says, no, mustache? The mustache. Yeah. I'm bites the can open. <laughs> on the big screen. Bites the can open. the beer and just living his best life. He's got the fucking, <laughs> the bears mustache. Yep, I love my Sooners. I love bake. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm sure she does. I'm sure a lot of her masturbation material. What's the name? What was that guy's name that coached the bears? And they made fun Mike of him. Dicka? Yeah. He had that mustache. <laughs> yes. And it's, oh, Cleveland. I don't, I mean, I don't know. He knows about people these days it might be like a, sort of a playoff beard or something like that fucking horrible mustache all right folks so to guys so sorry about tonight yeah nobody's stuck with us the entire thing i wouldn't have but uh no but we still have like fucking dude we still have two viewers i don't even know what the fuck they are yeah no well thank you for tuning in but um we so had a frustrating we did a very frustrating show but we did have a great show to uh to wrap i mean like the show in general if we didn't have uh like interruptions technically then it would have been, been fine it would have been fine but like 
just one of those shows where Mercury Retrograde just kind of came in and kind of fucked it up. But uh, Mandy Meadows was great, even though she was a little drunk. But I told her to be a little drunk, so that's okay. She's a little muffled, but I would, I'm muffled too. And sometimes I ask questions and I don't even know where they came from. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying. Which is why sometimes <laughs> you see me ask a question and I look down. Like, what the fuck was that? Yes. Um, Kenzie Taylor was, was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think... She was awesome. I, I apologize about the rushed ending at the end. I hope she didn't notice that. But I really am uh, uh, looking forward to her Captain Marvel movie. I might find one of those four movies I want to check out. Yeah. Uh, because she does look the part. And it does she, sound interesting. She's very attractive. Um, I did like Mandy Meadows' reaction to um, to the Kentucky Klondike bar. Yes. That was very hot. Yes. Um, I think that having sex with shit is hot. It's nice. There you go. <laughs> as long as there's rubbers involved. Rubbers that protects you from the shit. Um, and, uh, Dante, Dante Nero, I was getting there. <laughs> Dante Nero was awesome as always. Um, this is kind of our, our clip, uh, fantastic, uh, final show. But Cassie, uh, what have you learned tonight? About oh, are we are, are we on that? I yeah, we're kind, of, we're, kind of, we're kind of on that now. I didn't even, I'm sorry. Usually I direct you to do that. Where is it? Fuck. I just saw it. I see it. You're going past it. I see it's right there. Okay. Last call. All right. So I kind of. Oh, God, I feel so shitty about this show right now. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so many fucking hiccups. <laughs> so many things. Anyway, Cassie, what have you learned tonight about this uh, show? I learned that XSplit will un undoubtedly shut down on me at some point, like, in the middle of the show, and then I have to scramble to get it back on. <laughs> um, I also learned that if you put rubber on frozen poop, it's fine. <laughs> um, I learned that... from the corn. I learned that Finley needs to cut his hair in order to get blowjobs. <laughs> oh, now it all comes out. <laughs> but I didn't get blowjobs before. I yes, you did. Yes, you that? did. Oh my God, so much when we first started dating. When we first started dating, babe. I grew my hair long. But you had after hot. But you had hot hair back. That's then. the only reason. No. Exactly. But you had hot hair back then. Yeah, but if I cut my hair short, then I look at blowjobs. Then it's gonna feel like we're kind of obligated into a situation that's not comfortable, right? Like if I cut my hair short, then I might I might feel like you you should blow me. But then if you don't want to, it might cause us to be at odds. No, I don't know. <laughs> I know I'd be more like I'm not not attracted to you, but I'd be more attracted to you if you didn't have long hair. Yeah, that's a girl answer right there. It's not a girl answer. <laughs> it's that's a, a half-ass answer. That's a true answer. Like if you, like, I've been how long have I been complaining about your fucking hair? If you told me Finley. How long um, have I been complaining about your hair? If I get a nipple ring, you have to go down on me. I would be like, okay. And if you got a nipple ring, I would go down on you as soon as we had the chance. Dude. Not that I want you to get a nipple ring. I'm just using an example. I'm just saying, how long have I been complaining about your fucking hair? As long as I've had it. Exactly. I understand. So. All right. I'm putting Dante's interview together. I understand what you're saying. So that's what I'm saying. What the haircut bitch told me that it took me a long time to grow it. And Fuck it her, dude. <laughs> She's being lazy and didn't feel like cutting it off. It should be about what the customer wants, not what the fucking haircut bitch wants. All right. So next time I go, you got to like push me in that direction. Like, I can't. Then I'm then I'm a fucking asshole making you do it. No, that's how everybody sees it. No, I don't see it that way. I mean, I know like it, it, to be honest with you, the hair is annoying. Gets my face and difficult to Anyway, fucking... let's talk about Finley's hair for 45 minutes. <laughs> Exciting show. Action packed. <laughs> Action packed. It's all fucked up anyway. This might not even make it to like YouTube. 
probably just like gonna fucking piece it together and send it to Bobby and be like, here, just fucking play this oh shit. Oh my god, what a disaster. Exactly. Uh, so folks, um, what I, I've learned. What did you learn? Sorry. I, uh, yes, I've learned a bunch of things. I, I've learned that um, people that are forced into musical families end up in porn, <laughs> which is crazy. Right. Um, I've learned that if you pretend to be Jewish, you can get free flights to Israel. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's half though. Half, but she pretended to be full, right? Was that the case? I or? think that's what it was. Yeah. Pretended to be full, full uh, Jewish. Um, I've learned that um, Kinsey Taylor's very cool, um, and uh, I got very excited about that. As I just mentioned before, I like, about the Captain Marvel, the Triple X Captain Marvel movie by Axel Braun, and I wasn't lying when I told her that Axel Braun does put a lot of attention into his movies, and they're actually very well produced Triple X movies, unlike that we saw when we were kids back in the eighties and nineties. So I'm excited about that. Dante Nero once again uh, impresses the hell out of me. He just reads the room so good. Give me great advice with uh, with me and Cassie, and yeah. I'm going to use that advice to move forward. So uh, it was very awesome. So I've also learned that when I have bad feelings about a show, it's probably going to come to yeah. fruition. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We didn't do anything wrong. No, dude, <laughs> it froze. It froze. And then shut the end on like it started. All those messages started popping up. And then I had to restart. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I think I'm just going to fucking pay for some sort of fucking virus Recording? thing and like or maybe you should just record the show too i did record it no i mean like audio it doesn't matter if i had to restart the computer oh, it would have yeah that's true. you know what i'm saying that's true so anyway we'll piece it together all together you'll, you'll see it we'll, we'll figure it all out but thank you folks for watching actually we'll be back next week and uh who will be our guest next week uh we have god i don't even know uh do you have the calendar oh the, the publicist got back to us and said dante had a great time thank you oh good okay that was the final email there so it's not as bad as i think it is no <laughs> thank god okay good all right so um the calendar i will actually i can't look it up on my phone um we have it's not vanessa <laughs> del rio mess. because she fucking no she's not uh, next month wait i can fill it up just talk yeah no she's next fill, month. fill, fill space I'll, I'll look it up Phil Space. Yeah, that was talk. your ex-boyfriend, wasn't it? Phil Space? <laughs> yes, Phil Space. <laughs> mwah, mwah. That's a good board name. Phil Space? Phil Space. <laughs> oh my god, hilarious. That's almost as good as Peter Pence. <laughs> oh my god. You're, you're, you're funny. No, Phil Space is a great... I'm gonna write that down. Hold on a second. Phil Space is my new favorite board name. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're so weird. No, it's not weird. It's awesome. Phil Space. <laughs> Phil Space. <laughs> that Why works at every not... level. All right, but I know we have. Is it two? It's two adult stars on there. Yeah, but here's the problem. Nothing's showing up. On our email? Well, our email can't get shut down. No, dude. Nothing's showing up on the calendar. Did you not put it in? No, I did. You looking at the right month? Yeah, I'm looking at the right month. Oh my god, what the fuck, Brian? <laughs> anyway. Who cares at this point? Next week we have two adult stars in the show, um, and I'm very excited about uh, rocks, them. rocks. Oh, R Rocky, Roxy, something. No, it's Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Oh, that. All right. Now you're reminding me of it. So, oh my god, we sound like drunk morons. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> I can't believe that my my calendar is fucked up. Your calendar. Yeah. What the fuck? Hold on a second. Talk. I'm trying to. I'm out of things to talk about. <laughs> So, like, all right, so next week we have two adult stars. We don't have to name them right now. We're going to promote them. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this calendar, though, because... Well, it's, it's uh, it ties into the whole show here. So, 
Anyway, folks, we're going to see you next week. And hopefully next week there won't be as many technical... We may, we may be um, doing something as Rocky far as... Rocky Emerson. Yes. You got it. What were you going to say? I, I said we may be not on Facebook Live next week. Oh, yeah. So we might be on YouTube Live. We'll announce all that. You know, coming to prepare you for oh, that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on it. a second. I might have it. Yes. Rocky Emerson and Reagan Fox. Next week. Next week. Hopefully with no interruption. And uh, we'll figure it all out. All yeah. right, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're still tuning in, all two of you. And we will see you next week. Mendez out.